Yo, what is the upskies, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are doing episode 6, and this was a very fun week, and I can't wait to get into it, because, I mean, we're just off of SummerSlam, so you always know uh, the following shows after a big uh, event, especially a big four event like SummerSlam. We're going to have some new developing storylines, and... Especially on top of that, we got Triple H taking over the head of creative. So, yeah, I was really actually excited for this week, and I was not let down. This was a really fun week, and uh, goddamn, just a fun weekend for myself in, in general. I hope you guys are having yourselves a good weekend, and you had a, yourselves a good week. And uh, I'm glad that you're here listening to yet another wrestling review, uh, in uh, the week in review with, with me, your host. And I thank you for listening. That's awesome. Um... Good weekend for myself. I honestly, just a few hours ago, beat Resident Evil 7. Uh, I've been doing a Let's Play of that on my YouTube channel. You can go and check all the links or whatever down below, and you can go watch that. I just beat it, like, fresh few hours ago, and hell yeah, man. That was a very fun game. I really liked it. And I'm not even kidding. I, I keep saying it. I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying this, but I will put a little, you know, grain of uh, salt in there. Um, I'm not a big horror video game guy, but honestly, Resident Evil 7 was the scariest video game I've ever played. Um, yeah, maybe I played it up a little bit in the recording, but there are some honest, uh, a ton, I, I would say at least 10 to 15 solid, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 scares that really, truly got me. And yeah, on top of that, it was a really enjoyable game. Some of the boss fights were a little kind of went on a little too long for my liking in some parts like Jack the Jack ones especially were a little too long for my liking at times but um yeah man this that was a really solid game I'm happy I was able to revisit it because I bought it originally like years like whenever it came out I bought it shortly after that tried it out and the first person just like I was like no that's too it's too scary and I never played it and then yeah I went back to it a few just a few years later, and yeah, it was just, I, uh, after I played Resident Evil 2 Remake, I was just like, yeah, man, like, that kind of got the ball rolling, I was like, okay, like, I can do this, because these scary games are really good, some of them now, like, especially these Resident Evil ones, uh, yeah, really good, I enjoyed this one, and I said in the video, uh, just to list off my, my overall t tier list for Resident Evils, now take a note that I haven't played them all, just in the ones that I've played, uh, of the mainline games. Uh, right now, I said Resident Evil 4 is still my overall favorite, followed by Resi 2 Remake, Resident Evil 5, and then Resident Evil 7. Uh, Resident Evil 6, I guess, is after that. I played it, sort of. I got halfway through it, and I just didn't like it at all. So, yeah. I, I am willing to maybe retry that one someday. I don't know. It just did not slap at all when I played it. I even played it with my buddy, Billy, who uh, we always played Resident Evil 5. And, uh, yeah, it didn't even click with the co-op, so, yeah, it was pretty bad. I didn't like it very much, but, uh, yeah, some people are probably gonna be like, what, you like Resident Evil 5 more than 7? It's like, yeah, because, because the co-op, man, my buddy Billy and I, we played the ever-living shit out of the co-op in Resident Evil 5. We played through that campaign, I'd say, a solid, like, three, four times, maybe, and then I played on top of that by myself another three times, so it's up there, uh, for overall playthrough, uh, but yeah, I understand that it's not the strongest game in the series, so yeah, I, I dropped it down to three. I almost considered it just because of all the fantastic memories we ha I had with my buddy playing it in the co-op, uh, but no, two is just too good of a game. <laughs> two, two. two is too good of a game to uh, not justify it being second. Now, I have never played the, the first game, 
Uh, I remember a long time ago I watched, like, I could do a podcast on, I'll do one, a full video game one, but, yeah, I I remember watching my cousin play it, and, yeah, the first one, I was like, nope, not playing it. I own the remake, like, the old remake or whatever on one of my PlayStations, I don't know what one, but I have it, and I'm like, ugh, that that one looks really scary, but if, like, if I can do two and, and seven, like, I should be able to get through that one, right? But we'll see, we'll see. I've always wanted to play it, so yeah, we'll see. And uh, yeah, I got Resident Evil 3, which I uh, have and am ready to play. Gonna play that real soon. Be looking out for some YouTube videos on that, so make sure you go over there and subscribe. Thank you very much, thank you very much. And um, I haven't purchased Resident Evil Village, or Resident Evil 8 Village yet. Uh, I'm going to buy that, but I'm just... I don't need to buy it right now at full price, so I'll, I'll be looking out for a sale on that bad boy. I've seen it down at 50% off already, so I'll be picking that up. Looking forward to that one because I hear it's not the scariest, so yeah. Hopefully I won't be wetting my pants as much as I did in 7, but yeah, I really enjoyed myself. And on top of that, you know what? That is the first Let's Play that I finished in about a decade. Yeah, um, I just haven't been able to finish a lot of my uh, YouTube projects Uh don't usually finish them because I find, I don't know, like it's a common thing with Let's Plays. Like the viewership is always really high at the beginning. Like you'll see it. Like episode one is always like way higher than episode two. It's like 50% and then like 50% and then so on and so forth. So viewership goes way down. Then you get the finale and then you get one more little burst. Uh, So I like to, you know, but I like to show the whole thing, my whole experience. And yeah, I had a really good time and I hope people had a good time watching me uh, crap my pants. So, uh, yeah, make sure you go over there and check that out. Uh, There's not very many episodes left to go up. Uh, I think there's maybe, like, six more days. So, yeah, I'm going to be looking uh, for my next game to do. I have a ton. I have a big old, just a a laundry list of them that I want to do. So, uh, be looking out on my YouTube channel for uh, new Let's Plays. Or I may, I'll just be, don't worry, I got got ideas. You're going to be fully loaded with content for for your August. Because uh, your boy, your boy. Brando, Gamer GX, is here to give you podcast. So, okay, let's get the fuck into this. That was a good enough intro. We wasted enough time. I Oh, oh but I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I did watch The Matrix, finally. Full Matrix. I watched the whole thing. So if you didn't catch it in a previous podcast, I got a little too high on mushrooms. And, uh, yeah, I kind of like zoned way too far out into the into the depths of my own brain and did not get the full experience of the original 1999 the matrix but this time i took a proper dosage of mushrooms rewatched the matrix and it was fucking awesome so um yeah i i talk about it quite a bit in my one of my resident evil videos but um yeah dude movie still rules some of the cgi stuff sure is a little wonky but like still such a sick movie hello riblet my cat has joined us yet again you want to come up here come up here and tell the people what you thought about the matrix it was really good man like i really enjoyed myself thanks for opening my door now i'm gonna close it again silly kitty slap that ass i'll slap your ass just a little bit okay enough the people don't need to hear us talking about that but yeah man fucking i did not know like anything about the matrix went in like pretty much blind except for my previous first half viewing which i loved so i was dying to get back into it so i took a couple weeks off uh from from the shrooms but i was dedicated to go back at it again with the shrooms and uh yeah dude it was awesome i fucking love the matrix i'm excited to see what else the matrix has i know uh, how people feel about the the sequels and all that stuff with the Matrix, but uh, a friend recommended and gave me the um, the animated series uh, in uh, something the animated 
Animatrix, Animatrix, oh, of course, it's so sick, I have that, so I'm going to watch that uh, in time, I hear she told me it was really good, so I look forward to watching it, so I'm going to give that a shot, and I'll probably tell you all about it. All right, let's get into this riblet. Let's go. Riblet, if you don't know, is the name of my cat. That's just what I call him, okay? He has a lot of names. He's not just riblet. Sometimes he's niblet when he's biting, and he's a little grumpy. I call him niblet. Okay, enough of that. Enough of the cat. He's purring like crazy. He just he must know I'm talking about him. He's such a cutie. Okay, we start off this week with Raw in Houston, Texas. We're still here in Texas, or uh, yeah, I guess it's Texas. Uh, kicking off with Big Time Bex here. Becky has a sling on her right arm. Uh, she legitimately separated her shoulder at SummerSlam versus Bianca pretty early in the match, and she battled through that. I didn't catch that. Uh, I think I did catch like the the slam where she did um, separate her shoulder, but I didn't notice that her shoulder was out. But what a battler uh, to go through like a 15-minute match uh, after she separated her shoulder. So, like, woof. Uh, aw, she said she's not going to be rocking the sweet outfits anymore. She's going to be like normal Becky Lynch a little bit again. So no more outlandish outfits now. We'll see how that is. I was a fan of the outfits, but I guess it's the Seth Rollins. It's like, nah, that's a, that's enough. I need more of your outfits. I'm running out, so that's enough for Becky. No more outfits, so that kind of sucks. Uh, but she is more determined than ever. She appears to be, uh, we're starting to get a baby face turn here for Becky Lynch, which is fine. I like Becky Lynch any other way. Like she was good as a bit as a baby face and she was fine as a, as a heel. I just am a big fan of Becky Lynch. So I'm good with either. Uh, she's handing out props to the, to the hardworking women's roster of the WWE. She calls Bianca out to the ring Bianca arrives, calls Becky the man, and they hug again. So we got a friendship starting to brew here from Becky and Bianca. We got some of that, you know, that that mutual respect. They fought so many times, and I think Becky Lynch has has uh, given Bianca her due and uh, really given her the, the go-ahead, like, go have your run with the title. You really earned it, and I believe that, too. Like, she is, she's crushing it. Uh, they get a bunch of cheers. Bianca is talking about Becky, but is interrupted by a video of Bailey and crew uh, attacking Becky's injured arm with a chair. Bianca runs to the back uh, to help, but uh, they get away. Definitely won't be seeing Becky for a little bit here, uh, uh, especially uh, with the separated shoulder and on top of getting attacked by Bailey and the crew. Uh, Bianca coming up a little short on uh, getting back there to save her, but uh, just, you know, it adds more heat to a new uh, returning team of, of, of all returning women. And, uh, you know, Becky is hurt and she, legitimately, and she's going to be written off anyway, so why not get a little bit of that extra heat? So I like what they did there. But sucks that we're going to be losing Becky Lynch for a while, so that sucks. We get a very patriotic video package from the about the U.S. title here, narrated by your boy JBL. Triple H wants to bring uh, some prestige back to the titles in WWE. Thank you so much for that. And uh, you know it's still early, but uh, so far so good. It's only a weekend, but so far you can already see that. Yeah, he is definitely even with this video package, like just trying to boost up some some prestige that is the u.s title there's been some really awesome united states champions i mean jbl himself not really one that i bring up but when you think patriotic wwe you think your boy jbl right so that's really cool um uh, also with uh gunther being the intercontinental champion he's getting more airtime and i really enjoy what they're doing with him so so far so good 
commercial free first hour now too apparently so i am a huge fan of this uh i've always been complaining to my wife how like when i first started watching it uh like like week to week watching it when in like 2003 4 uh i remember how like different it was back then how like uh, there would never be commercial breaks during matches. Like, matches were the matches. That was the highlight of the show. That's the most important thing. At least it was on SmackDown. That was what I was watching. And I know Raw was more storyline-based and SmackDown was more wrestling-based. But at least th- how I watched it and how I was brought up on it, it was like, yo, no commercials during during the wrestling. Like, if we're going to do that, we do that Like after the wrestling is done. But uh, yeah, commercial-free first hour, I, I that perked me up, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's awesome!" And it really shows in uh, the very first in uh, the opening match here. We get a triple threat match, the first of two in in the night. We get AJ Styles versus Mustafa Ali versus The Miz. Now, I know that Mustafa has been going through like uh, kind of a crisis in the WWE lately. He's gone through a couple of pretty rough gimmicks, but here he is. I think Triple H is a fan of this guy. He is a solid wrestler. He's just kind of gone through some rough gimmicks. So he's going up against AJ Styles and The Miz. Those two are both solid. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen The Miz like wrestle a match like this in a while. And uh, let's just get into this. So uh, first, we got to watch a video of Logan Paul talking about his multi-year deal. Yada yada yada. And he will be back soon. All right, no one cares. Miz has uh, his ribs all bandaged up in this fight. Out of the gate, uh, we got a really fast pace. Nice dive from Mustafa Ali. He's all hyped up. The crowd is getting all hyped up. Everyone is into the match as well. Uh, Nice spot. Ali reverses a top rope backplex into a slam by AJ. Then Miz with a rough kick to Styles. Just oof. Straight up bitch slap from AJ that connects. That was good shit. They're just, they're like, I was just kind of blown away. Like how, like, they were going at it, man. They were not pulling back the punches like normal. Like even The Miz was getting in it. Uh, still a blazing fast pace, uh, paced match. All three men getting involved, like, equally. This was really nice. Normally it's always uh, two guys fighting. One guy gets hit quickly and one rolls out and then he just sits out there. But no, all three guys were, like, in this all at the same time. It was really awesome to see. Ali with an insane tornado DDT to Styles on the outside. Uh, out of friggin' nowhere, too. Like, looked absolutely awesome. Very nicely done there. Miz, after that, hits Ali with a skull-crushing finale. But uh, he's hurting. He's he's late to the cover. But Ali kicks out. Very close call there. Ali hits a beautiful 450 splash on Miz. But he rolls right into a Styles clash onto the Miz for the victory. Wow. That was a sick finish, dude. That was I did not. I was like, whoa, oh my goodness. This was like uh, AEW style fast paced match. Like I was very, very impressed. Out of nowhere, I just didn't. You know, this was the first match I saw this week, and I was like, wow, this was great. Uh, that was a great match. Very fast paced throughout. Awesome spots. All three guys got equally involved in the match. Like I said, that was a really big plus. Really refreshing to see in the WWE that they got out of their freaking uh, normal routine in the triple threat matches. Uh, got in really nice offense on all three guys, and the finish was sick. I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. I really like I really like this. Great match. Becky shown in the back getting medical attention, so yeah, we're just driving that home that she's going to be gone for quite a while. Bailey, Eo Sky, and Dakota inter, uh, intervened. intervened. Is that, is that how it's said? Intervene? Intervene? <laughs> Bailey claims they attacked Becky because they... they uh, 
they want to be seen they're not being seen enough so they're just attacking uh big name people just so they can you know look at us uh they check out the usos uh, on their way out of their interview, and then the Usos walk very cleanly right into interview. I like that that kind of nice transition. It was interesting. It was different. Uh, they are defending the titles tonight against the Mysterios. They are confident they're going to beat them, and uh, they rightfully so. I mean, it's it's the Mysterios. I mean, Rey Mysterio's still the fucking man, but I mean Dominique. I mean he's he's kind of a a weak a weak what's the weak straw weak weak. He sucks. You know he's not that great. He's still fresh, but you know he's not that great right now. Seth Rollins comes out to talk. Uh, I really dig his tights tonight. They have that really 90s looking uh, pattern on them. I really dug them. They just just slap me in the face with that 90s right there. Uh, he vicious, viciously attacks an injured Riddle at SummerSlam the week, and the week prior on Raw. Calling Riddle stupid makes fun of the fact Riddle and Orton are both injured at the same time now. Uh, now his schedule is clear. He can fo- focus on Roman Reigns. And oh, I got so excited when he said that he's going after Roman Reigns. I'm like, yes, finally, we're going to get Roman Reigns versus uh, Seth Rollins. Been waiting for this, but no. The Profits interrupt. I was like, what the hell is this? What the hell is that about? The, both the Street Profits. Like, Seth is alone. What the hell is that? Uh, Seth is chirping them and says they should break up. And I was like, no, like, please, let's not. I know people have been talking about that. Let's let's not break up the Street Profits, please. Just because that's the easy thing to do right now. Like, let's just think about it storyline-wise and get something proper done. Let's not split them up, please. I think that's stupid. They are dying for de- tag teams in the WWE. Stop breaking them all up. Especially the ones that were good. Uh, Profits play rock, paper, scissors for a chance to fight Rollins. That's really cute. Ford just grabs the ref and runs in, (laughs) just leaves Dawkins hanging. I kind of felt bad for Dawkins because, like, obviously the thing that I'm worried about the most is if they do split up, Dawkins is going to get left in the dust because, like, obviously Ford, he's an amazing talent and, like, he's got all this, like, just oozes confidence and charisma. And I'm not saying that Dawkins doesn't have that. I'm just saying that Ford just, like... Like, there's something special with that guy, clearly, but I do enjoy them very much as a tag team. I think together they're extremely entertaining, and breaking them up is just... I feel like it's too early still. Like, they still have so much to give as the Street Profits. Like, give them... You know, just keep them together, for goodness sakes. Uh, Seth gives him a shot, but that... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ford grabs the ref and runs in. Seth gives him a shot on the way in, but the match starts anyway. So we're going into a match. Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins. We get a early super kick for Ford. He goes into a near fall there. Seth teases a pedigree. And I was like, oh, baby. Oh, baby. He used to do the pedigree, but he hasn't done it in a long time. So I was like, <gasps> oh, that'd be nice if he did it. Uh, he teases that on the outside of the ring. Seth gains control, slapping Ford's head, talking some trash up in here, up in here. Ford fights back, hits a nice crossbody off the top ford gets fired up getting the momentum back nice standing moonsault and another near fall seth gets some near falls then a nice tornado ddt there by ford lots of tornado ddts this week you'll you'll see uh buckle bomb into a falcon arrow very nice combo there by seth seth i have not seen that combo but i love me that falcon arrow and but that buckle bomb does scare the crap out of me you know with the sting injury and the guys that he's hurt in the past with it just every time i see it kind of scares the crap out of me uh, but he's been he's been safe with it lately and for quite a while now. So okay, just still scares me. Uh, he misses a frog splash. Ford goes for one of his own, but eats the knees of Rollins. He hits the stomp for the victory. 
Very solid match. I enjoyed this. Would like to see them fight some more. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Seth and Ford, uh, I really like their energy together. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind seeing these guys going at it. But, hey, let's not leave Dawkins in the dust here, man. I want to see what Dawkins and, Sol and uh, Seth Rollins can maybe do next week in, uh, in a singles match. Don't know if that's actually happening, but more than likely. Uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins goes uh, to stomp a downed Ford, but Dawkins in for the save. Got to save your boy, and that's some good stuff. So I, I, by the looks of it, it looks like they're sticking together. I hope they don't buy into the, into the everyone talking about them splitting. Screw that crap. Stay together, boys. After this, we move into Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Uh, like maybe two years ago, that would have like really made me excited, but uh, tonight, not so much. Uh, shitty looking knee from Bliss, just, ugh, just really kind of not even close to her face but yeah and the cameras didn't make it look all that much much better so uh she tries three more times to make it look uh way better or at least uh, as best as she can that was pretty funny i was just like i think she knew that it looked like crap so she just tried a whole bunch more to make it look really good uh dakota eo and bailey attack the two women um matches oh match was uh Match is over. They get it gets uh, DQ'd by the attacking Bailey and crew. Uh, was was a nothing match. Got interrupted. Bianca comes out for the save. Bailey and crew run off, but Bianca says she doesn't care who it is, whenever, whenever, however. Uh, she wants one of them bitches tonight, and it appears that EO will be her opponent. Uh, can't wait for that. That sounds like a banger of a match. Uh, Ziggler versus Champa and uh, Champa Chad Gable. Champa Chad Gable. Houston is shooshed by Gable. Ziggler versus Champa and Chad Gable. Okay, whatever. Let's just get into this. Uh, Houston is shooshed by Gable. Uh, I still love the shoosh, man. Like, as long as he doesn't overuse it, and lately he hasn't been, I just, that, that first initial shoosh always gets me. I'm just, pfft. That's some funny stuff, man. I like it. Uh, gets the Houston Ast Astros cheaters chirp in there. That's some great stuff. You got to do that now whenever you're in Houston. Goodness, I'm losing it. Slow down. <laughs> Champa and Gable working together against Ziggler. Okay, what is this? A freaking uh, handicap match for some reason? Um, Champa and Gable. Okay, whatever. Let's just get into this. Uh... Okay, I think, okay, no, this is uh, the second triple threat match. I got you. Okay, so Dolph Ziggler versus Champa versus uh, Chad Gable. I got you, dog. I got you. Okay. Uh, Champa, Champa and Gable getting into a shoosh war with each other. Alliance is broken uh, right out of the gate. Champa and Gable lock in a dual submission on Ziggler. Gable holds on to the ankle lock. Champa hits him with a very nice famouser. Uh, he gets really just, just dives right over top. Very nice looking. Avalanche white noise to Dolph Ziggler off the top rope, but but Gable breaks it up with a diving headbutt out of nowhere. Very nice looking there. Gable hitting a German on Champa, but Ziggler hits the zigzag, the zigzag mid suplex. That was sick. Very nice looking there as well. Uh, hard looking knee to the face of Ziggler. A knee and fairy tale ending to Gable for the victory. Hell yes. Fucking Champa. I was so excited. Like I saw Champa in the getting an opportunity in the, in the triple threat. And I was like, oh, dude, that's Triple H's boy. So I was hoping he was going to get the win. And he freaking does. I enjoyed the first triple threat match a little bit more than this. But it was still really good. I'm giving this a 7 out of 10. AJ will fight Champa later tonight for a shot at the United States Championship. So right out of the gate here, you're getting uh, two very 
high-end uh, level talents uh, fighting to go up against Bobby Lashley. Whoever wins that, uh, AJ or Champa, like regardless, those are two. That's going to be a good match regardless. AJ is incredible with pretty much anybody, and Champa, even though we haven't really seen it yet here on the main roster and Raw and, or SmackDown or whatever, but on NXT, dude, the guy is a monster. So yeah, we're getting some better competition here in the United States uh, Championship Division. So this is excellent. Oh my God. Edge is here, but he's coming out to the normal Edge music, uh, just the same old music, the Metallicus or whatever. It's still a banger song, but uh, this makes me a little bit sad because I wanted Brood, Brood Edge to, to stay and that be a thing and like a new stable or whatever. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case here. It looks like maybe it's going to be kind of like a Finn Balor demon thing. It only comes out every once in a while, but uh, oh well, it was what it was. And on top of that, he didn't come out to the original Brood music, so... That's kind of a swing and a miss, but regardless, I'm happy that Edge is back and uh, he's looking good. Uh, he admits that he's been an asshole. Uh, definitely noticing swearing is back here in the WWE. That's awesome. He wants to kill what he created, the Judgment Day. Uh, crowd loves it, and uh, I'm just I'm just sad, no brood. But uh, it's fine, it's fine, it's all good. Uh, it's good that they're using it as a special occasion thing. They don't want to overdo it, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, please use the original brood theme though. Like if you're gonna, whenever you bring it back, just please use the original theme. Like they've, they did the, they did the, did 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 they did the original theme back at uh, back the first time that he brought the brood edge back, but then the second time they used a different song. So I want you to commit. Please use the original song, please. It's so good. Please, please. Uh, after this, we move into Ray and Dom are interviewed backstage. They're getting hy hyped up for their tag team match against the Usos later on tonight. We get a match. Uh, Io, Io, we get the match. Uh, Io Sky. I'm getting. Uh, it's tough for me to not say Io Shirai. I'm trying to get to, used to Io Sky. Uh, I thought we weren't supposed to be changing names, but uh, okay, Io Sky. That's what we're going with. Uh, I liked Shirai better, but Sky is easier. Okay, I get it. Io Sky versus Bianca Belair sounds so good on paper. So here we go. Uh, I love Io Shirai's, Io Sky's entrance. Uh, such a cool, just I love the lights and the music. It's so sick. So cool. Uh, we get a nice springboard moonsault from Io Shirai. Double knees to Bianca. And no 619. She set up a 619. She usually hits the 619, but we don't get it here. So what the heck? I want my 619, please. Maybe it's because Rey Mysterio's on the show and he's like, hey, can't be doing my move, girl. Uh, Bianca also drops Io, uh, almost drops Io on the fallaway slam, but she powers her up. She's just too strong. Powers right up uh, with relative ease. Bianca in control, then Bailey and Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai show up. Bianca is distracted, then a nice hurricanrana from Io. Io lands uh, the KOD attempt. They fight on the apron. It's getting weird. It's getting intense. Io gets caught on the diving rana into a hard slam into the barricade. Bailey and Dakota block Bianca from getting into the ring. Mm -hmm. Almost get disqualified, but they do not because they do not touch. No touching. Oscar uh, and Bliss come out to even the odds up. Belair back in control now. Io hits the stomp, then knees in the corner. Yuck. Io had her feet on the ropes for the pen. Alexa knocks her feet off, then all hell breaks loose. All the women start fighting each other in the match. Uh, the match is over. It's DQ'd. Throw it out. Too bad. I wanted this. Would have been a really good match, but it's. I understand. Good storyline building here. All women just starting to kick the shit out of each other. Good stuff. Uh, refs and officials uh, all come out. They're breaking all this shit up. Match looked good on paper, and it was a good, good solid match. Uh, back and forth women... 
<laughs> Sorry, I need to start putting more better uh, commentation throughout my notes. Match looked good on paper, and it was a good match. Solid back and forth. Women looked good. Finish was what it was, but I'm excited to see uh, these six women fight going forward. It's going to be a good time. I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of all six of these women. Seven out of ten. That's uh, we're off to a good start, man. We're getting a lot of lot more sevens than we used to in the McMahon era. So already. Uh, I wasn't reviewing it uh, on a podcast back then, but I would tell you there was definitely not a lot of sevens over the last year. It's been rough. Uh, Miz and Champa interviewed in the back. They are calling out AJ for supporting Logan Paul at SummerSlam. <laughs> Champa looks like the old NXT Champa. He's all fired up. You can see that he is amped up. Uh, this is good stuff. I rem- uh, that is the NXT looking Champa. I love that look. He looks fucking motivated. This is good stuff. Hometown Booker T in the house. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time WCW champion. He's joining the commentary for AJ Styles versus Champa. Champa is joined with The Miz for his match. Champa is nursing a injured shoulder. Champa throws AJ hard into the post. Miz yells in his face. Absolutely picture perfect drop kick by AJ. Nothing but nothing but the best from AJ Styles into a nice forearm to uh, Champa on the outside. Classic AJ Styles thumbs up. Hard shots from Champa into a Famouser. He pulls down the knee pads, but AJ avoids the knee and hits a gnarly looking suplex into the corner. Oh my goodness! Phenomenal forearm countered into the knees of Champa. And then he hits a lumbar check. I, it looked like a lumbar check, but it wasn't as beautiful as the old school. That's that lumbar check, but it, I love that move. Uh, lumbar uh, check looking move. Very awesome move. That gets some claps from myself. Uh, near falls, Champa turns up uh, Champa turns up the aggression here. Goes for a top rope move on AJ. AJ counters it and hits a Styles Clash. But the Miz puts Champa's foot up on the rope for the save. Oh, you sneaky, dastardly Miz, you. AJ attacks the Miz and Champa deck styles on the outside. Miz grabs AJ's foot, but he just barely makes it into the ring. Then bam. Champa hits the knee. Fairy tale. And then for the three count. Good luck. Good Let's go, Champa. What a night for Champa already. You can tell Triple H just adores this guy. And rightfully so. He's a very, very talented wrestler. I love all everything that he did in NXT, man. Like he was so he's so awesome. Uh, super stoked he's getting his shot now. This is awesome. Good match overall. Nice back and forth. Miz wasn't too involved so he didn't like ruin the match and he actually made it a better story overall seven out of ten another seven out of ten goodness gracious after this we get bobby lashley interviewed says stuff about champa miz and theory but uh not a great delivery on the promo you know bobby lashley not the not ever been the best on promos and not his best here the Mysterios uh, versus the Usos for the Unified Tag Team Championships are next. Uh, we're starting to get like better-looking cards, as you can tell already. Like we're he's amping up. We're amping up the game here in the WWE. Flying out of the gate, Ray gets tossed outside, but rolls through it. No damage done here. Just just eats that. No big deal. Dom hits a big top rope dive. Usos take over and beat down on Rey Mysterio. Big ol' big ol' ass slam on Rey in the corner. Would look way better, though, if they had his dad's ass. If you didn't know, uh, the Usos' father is Rikishi, and his ass was massive. Just, just, if you know, you know. Rey fights back. Cool Rana into the corner. Gets the hot tag to Dom. Uh, he drops some neck breaks. Some neck breaker kind of a, kind of a light breeze of a hot tag. Not very... Not very good-looking offense out of Dom here, but whatever. Uh, Dom goes for a springboard, but he's caught and slammed by the Usos. Okay-looking tornado DDT by Dom. Hot tag for Ray. 
shows his son how hot tag is done. This, this is how it's done, boy. Watch this. Uh, but then gets kicked in the face, so not not for very long. He shows him. Uh, but he gets kicked in the face. Uh, near fall for the Usos. Double team countered by Ray. He sets up the double 619. They hit that, and Dom with a splash and a very near fall. Very close save there by Jay. He and Ray fight outside. Then Dom th- uh, with a rough dive to Jay. Just Dom doesn't see the Usos. Tag gets hit. Uh, sorry. Dom doesn't see the Usos tag. He gets hit with the 1D. The Usos retain their titles. Uh, the 1D, if you didn't know, uh, is basically the 3D, the Dudley's 3D. Now they're just calling it the one day for like what, uh, day one-ish. I guess that's what they're going with. But it's it's the 3D, and it's the 3D's awesome, so cool. Uh, Dom was pretty noticeably weak in the match with some real talents here. And the finish was rushed, but still a solid match. Ray is still good, man. At his age, it's, it's insane how good he still is. Uh, Judgment Day attacks the Mysterios, and here comes Edge for the save. <laughs> uh, he clears the ring. Big ol' execution for uh, to Finn Balor. Uh, goes for a spear, but Rhea moves Dom in the way and absolutely eats a spear. Just yum yum. Eats it for breakfast. Good sell there by Dom. I'll give him that one. Uh, Rhea is the only one in Judgment Day lately who looks good. Uh, Finn and Damian Priest so far look like a couple of thumbs. I just... Rhea looks like the smart one in the group, and the other guys are just going out there getting their asses kicked. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, at least Rhea looks cool. I, I don't really like Finn Balor right now anyway. Um, I like Damian Priest fine, but uh, yeah, he doesn't look so good so far. Uh, Dom appears to need medical attention. It was a lovely spear by Edge, like I said. Very nice sell from Dom. Probably the best thing he's done in a few weeks. Very good Raw. Once uh, one of the best in a while. Triple H is off to a good start. I'm noticing good changes so far in the show roster. Seems re- The roster like legitimately seems rejuvenated since uh, the new head of creative. And everyone's more motivated by the seam of it. And it's showing in the product. Like It was a very good Raw. One of the better ones I've seen. It's actually quite enjoyable overall. If this keeps up, WWE programming will be watchable again. Because it's been pretty poo-poo for quite a bit now like i'd say a solid like year it's been pretty consistently not that good but this show is getting a seven and a half out of ten overall for the show very good highlights of this show opening triple threat match was was great like out of nowhere i was like blown away by how good the match was very noticeable with the no commercial breaks during the match like the just showed with the pace the pace was breakneck throughout the whole thing i really really enjoyed it Uh, Most of the matches were good overall. Show is much better than the McMahon product already. Happy Champa is getting a push. Uh, Only low light for the show was Asuka versus versus, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss, which was whatever. I don't really like what's going on with Alexa Bliss right now. So, yeah, that is what that is. So, next, let's do freaking, what do we do next? Uh, Dynamite? Is that what we're doing next? No, NXT is next. All right, baby. Now we're getting into some NXT. This was uh, okay. Let's. It's uh, really hot right out of the gate. We're getting into a really big match here. <clears throat> here we go. Caden Carter pl- and uh, Katana Chance versus Valentina Ferosa and uh, this is gonna be a big one. Usula Leon versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley versus Gigi Dolan. Uh, excuse me, Jay Z Jane. This is a four women, uh, four team, two, four, six, eight women 
uh, tag team elimination match for the vacated women's tag team championship. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that is a mouthful right out of the gate. So let's just get into this thing. Uh, as you can tell, there is a lot of women in this. So I did my best on, on what I could what I could follow along with while taking notes. So here we go. Only two women fighting at a time. So it's not four women in the ring at the same time. For once, I'm actually like thanking like that is good for once because there's no way I would have been able to keep up with all that at the same time uh, all four teams getting the offense Leon picks up her partner and tosses her into the big pile of women then does a big old dive herself very nice getting a thumbs up from me right there then Leon and Feroz uh, Ferose, I'm not sure how her name goes, bro. Uh, Ferose with a nice crossbody suplex combo, uh, but they get eliminated shortly after that, which sucks because, man, they were looking really good. Like, I was like, whoa, I didn't know who they were, and wow, they looked really good. Niall jumps off of Paxley into a flying punch, followed up with a really stiff kick. Jane steals a pin from Carter and eliminates Ivy and Paxley. So when one uh, partner goes down, the whole tag team, the whole thing is out. So yeah, you go down, the whole team's out. Down now to Dox uh, Toxic Attraction and Carter and Chance. Toxic Attraction getting a couple near falls on Carter. Gigi gets kicked in the head and suplex Carter and Chance back in control now. Match starts to get out of hand. All four women end up being down in the middle of the ring. Crowd is absolutely loving this now. Getting the cheers. Everyone's going banana. Chance and Jace trade hard elbows. Rough land for Chance, for Chance on the dive off the top on Gigi. Oof. Carter and Chance hit the 450 splash neckbreaker combo for the winner. And new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Very good opening match, a mouthful to say, and a lot to take in, but it was a good opening match. All four teams looked good, especially impressed with Feroza. Like, wow, those 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 two looked really good. I, like I said, I didn't know who they were exactly uh, fully. I feel like I've seen them around, but yeah, they really stood out to me. Uh, giving this a 7.5 out of 10. Solid match. Next, we get the UK Tag Champs uh, interviewed Briggs and Jensen. They are interrupted by Joe Gacy. He says this weird, his weird culty stuff that he's been going on with for the last few weeks. And the weird dudes with him say weirder things all along. Uh, Gacy accepts a match for later on in the night. Uh, but before we get to that, we get a match between Mello and uh, Mello and Trick Williams, or, or not a match, sorry. We get a promo, the segment thing with uh, Mello and Trick Williams talking in the ring. It's Mello's birthday. Um, happy birthday, Mello. Goodness gracious. So they want to celebrate with an open challenge for North American title. All right. Freaking Giovanni Vinci comes out, answers the bell. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. But then, boom, out of nowhere, Nathan Frazier runs ahead of him. He's like, first come, first serve. So he runs ahead, and he steals it from Giovanni. I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to see that match, uh, Giovanni versus uh, Mello, because that would have been sick. I've been a really big fan of uh, Vinci in the ring. But we are treated this is not a disappointing match at all. So let's get into this. We get Carmelo Hayes versus Nathan Frazier for the North American title here. Let's see. Let's get into this one. Very fast pace out of the gate. Nathan Frazier getting the better of it early on. Frazier springboard flip, but Mello meets him with a springboard clothesline. Very nice. Gets a thumbs up out of me. Mello gets tossed headfirst into the corner. Ouch. 
Frazier flipping and flying all over the place. Hits a very nice super kick. Near fall there. Frazier dives to the outside. Mello, uh, Mella, I said Mella, but it's Mello, flies into the announce table table and spills water all over Vinji, who is on commentary. Just trying to watch, just trying to watch. He already got screwed over, and now he gets the water spilled all over the place. He's pissed. He's pissed off. Pushes Frazier off the top rope, and Mello hits the leg drop for the W. Ridiculous speed on Frazier. I was blown away how fast this guy was like oh my goodness good ass match this is another 7.5 out of 10 i cannot deny we're having ourselves a pretty solid uh, nxt here folks this week uh can't wait to see frazier and giovanni go at it should be a damn good match uh now that i've i got a good look here at frazier i cannot wait to see him and giovanni that should be uh that should be at least a 7 out of 10 without any uh shenanigans shenanigans uh it should be a really good match JD McDonough and Braun contract signing is up next. JD kicks off, uh, kicks off the talking dude, kicks off the talking dude, kicks off the talking. J okay, whatever. Uh, regardless, I love JD McDonough. Uh, he, I love this guy on the mic. He just stares daggers into Braun the whole time that they're sitting there, just staring daggers at him across the table. I just love this guy's intensity and delivery. It's so good. And uh, he tells him how he's going to rip him apart. Uh, this is some really good shit. Thumbs up. I love uh, JD McDonough's promos. Really nice. Uh, Braun retorts, gives JD uh, thumb respect, uh, claims he's too smart and an animal. Uh, time to sign the contract, but hold up now. There's a table. Who's going through this bitch? Uh, JD wants Braun to sign first. Braun does not. Braun, Braun does not fear this. Uh, he does not fear going first ever. So he signs. JD decides to sign in his own blood. Uh, this is getting me hot. I'm getting hot at this point. He pulls out a little knife, pricks himself. We got blood. Signs his own blood. That's sick. Oh my God. JD, I love this man. Uh, Braun is a little horrified. JD wants to shake hands now with the blood. Braun says, nope, that's nasty. That's disgusting. Uh, no one went through a table. Zero out of ten here. So no one went through a table. That sucks, bro. No one goes through a table. There's supposed to be a table spot, but no table spot this time. Uh, but no, seriously, an uh, enjoyable segment overall, though. I really do. Uh, you know, Braun is not as strong on the mic as JD, but uh, I, I like this so far. It should be a really fun rivalry going forward. Creed. Apollo Creed talks, uh, no, sorry, the Creeds talk with Apollo backstage. Apollo tells them to keep their eyes out, so what the hell, what the hell's that? Uh, is he gonna do some funky monkey shit, or, like, what the hell's he gonna do? Who says some shit like that? Like, you've, I didn't like the way that he said, uh, keep your eye out. I thought he was gonna do some attacking or something, but we'll have to wait and see. Gigi and Jace are absolutely flipping out backstage. They're super pissed. They're super, super pissed. They lost their match. Uh, earlier in the night, Mandy is trying to calm them down, but there's just, it's no use. It's, they're just not going to calm down. So she's going off. She has her own match to deal with. Mandy Rose versus Saray. Saray getting it in early in the match. Mandy back in control with some weird rope move. Didn't look very great, but it, okay. Mandy just bashing Saray's head on the ground. A bunch made me laugh. Just wham, wham, wham. Just smashing her head in the ground. Looked pretty good. Uh, she got a near fall there on that. Saray with a drop kick off the top, then a suplex near fall there again. Mandy hits a hard looking spine buster into the knee to the face for the victory. Mandy calls out Zoe Stock after the match and grabs a chair. Mandy attacks Saray with the chair now. Stock's running out, 
down for the save. Gets a couple shots in on Mandy, but she overall escapes. She doesn't really get any much uh, much damage in. Match was all right. Uh, Saray looked pretty good, but Mandy just seems like slow and kind of clunky. Didn't didn't seem all in on this match at all. But uh, yeah. After this, we move into a segment about uh, everyone's favorite, Tiffany Stratton, especially my wife's favorite. She loves her so much. I'm just kidding. Uh, she's just just she's just doing gymnastics and shit. Uh, she's talking like a spoiled rich girl, calling uh, calling out Wendy Chu. It was mad, but uh, overall, it's just because I'm not that big of a fan of her. Uh, after that, Axiom's interviewed. He's interrupted by Duke Hudson. They go at it backstage. It spills out to the ring. Duke hits a wild spinning slam on Axiom, kind of like the black hole slam. I love that move, but with more spinning. So I dig that. I'm, getting, I'm giving that a clap. That is some good stuff. Duke says mean things, and Axiom challenges Duke. All right, so now we go into the match. Axiom versus Duke Hudson. There are rumors that Axiom is apparently a kid under the mask. Um, that's just something my wife told me that she read, so I figured I thought that sounded cool, so I noted that. Uh, there is a huge, huge size difference between the two men. I mean, Hudson is like 6'5", and uh, Axiom is like maybe 5'8". So yeah, big, big old size, size difference here. Hudson is beating the fuck out of Axiom. <laughs> you are a hero chant for Axiom. I, I believe that's what they were saying, but uh, some sort of chance for Axiom here. Razor's Edge into a very nice counter Rana into the corner. He does a bunch of spins around Duke, gets the roll up for the W squash match, but the squashy one, and it was a fun finish. I actually enjoyed this match. It was pretty damn fun for a squash match. I like a squash match that has a twist, but like, what are we doing with Axiom here? Is this guy like squash match potential? Like he kind of got his ass kicked, but just got a lucky finish. So we'll have to just wait and see. It was fun though. I enjoyed it. Wesley interviewed now. He's pissed that Trick Williams thinks uh, he's Muhammad Ali. So uh, he wants to fight about it. Uh, don't really know. Some sort of uh, internet, social media bullshit. I don't know. Uh, Tony D and Stax versus the Creed Brothers now. Uh, the Creed Brothers are with Kemp. Uh, this is for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Very close yelling in the face returns for the Creeds. I, I've, I've mentioned this in the past. The Creeds like to get very close to each other. And uh, the one Julius likes to scream into Brutus's mouth. like, And that just amps up Brutus. That's like his power. He just needs someone to yell into his mouth to, to give him the powers. I don't like it. It just weirds me out, okay? I don't. It's a weird thing. If anyone else notices out there, please let me know. Creed's in control early. Tony D with this weird spinning suplex thing on Julius made me go, whoa. I was like, whoa, that was cool. So this is a good thing. Stax and Tony take over though. Uh, okay. Big pounce from Brutus. I really like this. I love that people are using the pounce uh, instead of the spears. Bring back the pounce, baby. I like it. Okay. So Brutus, you get a, you get a clap from me there. Uh, cheap shot on Julius from Stax. Julius did not like that one bit. Not one goddamn bit. He gets the hot tag. House of Fire throws out Stax and then throws Tony D around like a rag doll. The straps of Julius are now in the down position. That means he's fired the fuck up. He gets Brutus. Smash on Stax. That was funny. Uh, crowbar given to Tony, but it was Santos. Santos Escobar is back. Oh my goodness. He hits Tony D. Julius hits the clothesline, and the Creeds retain the championships. The finish was fun, but the match was kind of meh. 
Tony D just ain't a flashy wrestler, just kind of a brawler. You know, he doesn't really have a lot of flash in his offense. He's more just of a kicking and cheating. It's fine. You know, I'm, he's more of a gimmick guy overall, not that good in the ring. Uh, kind of slow and boring. Still like him, though. I, I just love Italian stuff, man. It's just it's easy easily win me win me over with a good Italian accent or a gimmick. I just love it. Uh, but welcome back, Escobar. Very nice return there. He just appeared out of nowhere. I didn't know that he was coming back, but I knew it was going to be soon. But it was a nice surprise to see him here tonight. Uh, going forward, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen uh, to Tony and Stax. They are now outnumbered. So uh, now with one of their members leaving to another company and the return of Escobar, it seems like uh, the, the, the cards are not in the, in the favor of the family over here. Over here. After this, we move into uh, Roxanne Perez video segment. She is just the biggest heel in the in NXT right now. Uh, or sorry, not Roxanne. She's the nice one. Cora Jade's the is the heel. Okay, so Roxanne, a babyface in the in the company. She's talking about Cora Jade, the heel in the company. There you go. I got it. I got it right. I'm okay. I'm fine. Betraying. Uh, she's talking about uh, Cora Jade betraying her. It was uh, it was all right. It was fine. Not not the best segment. Uh, after that, we get Cora Jade interviewed about uh, about Hit. She trashes uh, about Hit. She trashes Roxanne. I enjoyed this. Mandy Rose appears and wants Cora to attack Zoe, so then Cora can get a shot instead. Very very interesting. Cora said she will consider this. So if Cora attacks Roxanne, she will be in line to fight Mandy instead. But like, why would Mandy tell her that? So uh, some some shenaniganery coming in here. I don't know about this. Sounds sounds weird. Sounds sounds fishy to me. Uh, we get new women's tag champs uh, interviewed here. We get an emotional interview. Congrats uh, to the new champions. Very good for them. Joe Gacy with the Cultist uh, coming out here for a match. I just farted. Thank you very much. I hope you all heard that. Uh, Joe Gacy with the Cultist. They're going up uh, against Jensen here, one half of the UK tag team champions, I believe that is. Uh, Jensen has a super short yeah sorry jensen has these super short shorts on like they are super short uh vic is very into this i i had a good laugh on that one hard clothesline and bow and and, and elbow to jensen i just said bow but i like to say bow uh, clothesline and the bow to jensen thank you very much Gacy does his best impression of Bray Wyatt, kind of lifts himself upside down in the corner in a Bray Wyatt-y fashion. It's interesting, but, you know, it's not Bray Wyatt, but you, you can tell he's just trying to be like Bray Wyatt. It's so Bray Wyatt, okay? We all get it. Uh, the cultist dudes tried to talk to the lady uh, that's with uh, Jensen. I do not remember her name right now, so right now she's the lady. I apologize, lady. Uh, Briggs gets pissed about this. Uh, pretty deadly come, come down and attack Gacy. Uh, to attack, to, yeah, to attack Gacy, sorry, not to attack Gacy, Gacy hits a lovely clothesline on Jensen for the W, uh, it was a meh match, you know, not very good, uh, but, uh, if, if Gacy will, uh, we'll see if Gacy, uh, will recruit the, the lady there, because, uh, I don't know, they were just talking, she didn't seem very interested, but they're planting that seed that maybe they're gonna be able to steal her away, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Gacy is speaking nonsense and uh, clear as day, like clear as day, you hear a fan say, and she like, and she likes pineapple or pizza. It was just like perfectly timed, like right in a silent moment. That was fucking hilarious. I was dying. Uh, who the fuck, like, 
that's fucked up. Who wants pineapple on their pizza? I am not a fan of that shit. Do not put pineapple on my fucking pizza. That shit's nasty. That was a good good spot there by the fan. Good job, man. Tony D is losing it backstage with Stax. Santos calls uh, calls him on the phone. Tony D and Stax say that he is done. You're freaking done. Your family is done. Your dog is done. Your newspaper is done. I'm going to get your paper boy. And he, everyone, is done. And he wants a match one-on-one with Santos with no interference. Should be interesting. We'll see if uh, there isn't going to be interference. I doubt it, but we'll see. These guys, maybe they're going to go one-on-one. It seems like there's going to be a, uh, some sort of gimmick in the match, so we'll just have to wait and see for next week. Uh, but I'm excited. We'll see how that goes it's been an interesting ride between uh this party it just seemed like it's definitely coming to its end here so uh, we'll see how it goes after this we get alba fire versus lash legend i'm kind of a fan of both of these women uh lash legend's hair is absolutely insane tonight just fucking phew, just frizzing all over the place i you know that's it's fantastic i love it uh these two have some beef to squash uh we get a cool torture rack like hold into a knee to the face by lash legend after that we get lash holds a suplex hits it and nails a nice kip up very nice very nice uh lash grabs uh alba's bat that she always brings out uh she misses eats a super kick she hits the swanton bomb for the victory short match but it was all right it was all right it was fine uh, maybe these two need to have a no DQ match because they're playing around with this baseball bat. So maybe we give these two women some sort of baseball mat, super fight DQ, no falls everywhere match, something like that. That'd be cool. Trick and Mello uh, help some pretty ladies out with their car. I have no idea what this is about. I guess we'll find out a little bit later. Some foreshadowing here. Lions, uh, Nikita Lions calls out Kiana for a match. All right, I... I am fine with this. Von Wagner uh, with Mr. Stone versus Solo Sokoa. This is a Falls Count Anywhere match. Oh boy, I've actually been looking forward to this. These two have been going at it for the last few weeks here, and it's just spilled. It's inevitable these two are going to get a match like this, and uh, let's just dive into this. I was looking forward to this match. Solo goes right at Wagner, straight to the outside, no time wasted. Just getting right into this, like just like it's been going over the last few weeks, like no time wasted. Solo in control until he's tossed into the steel steps. Chairs and steel steps enter the ring now. Uh, after that, Solo eats some chair shots, then slammed hard onto a chair. Solo eats even more shots from the chair. Oh, they're not they're not shying away from the chairs right now. Not eating it in the head. They're just whacking him in the back because you know we don't do headshots in the WWE anymore, and rightfully so. You know. <sighs> They were rough. Some of the old ones. Oh my goodness. Uh, Wagner sets two chairs up and slams Solo onto them. Solo kicks out though at two. Clothesline on the outside to Solo and Wagner clears the announce table. But Solo dumps Vaughn on the table instead. The table no-sells the spot and does not break. That makes me giggle. Fight goes to the outside where Mela is with the pretty lady. Uh, we get we we finally find out what the pretty ladies are doing. The fight spills to the outside where Mela, I keep it keeps saying Mela, but it's Mellow, isn't it? Mellow is with the pretty ladies in the car. Solo pushes Mellow over. That was funny. He just whoop just slips over, makes a fool of himself in front of all the pretty ladies. After that, Wagner throws Solo into a trash bin, closes the lid, match over. 
No way. Solo emerges from the trash bin. Throws a trash bag at Von Wagner. That was good. Solo takes it to Von. They fight all around. Appear to bump into Grimes for a minute there. It looked like Cameron Grimes was just kind of appeared there for a hot second. I don't know if that was supposed to, I don't know if that was supposed to happen, but you noticed that was Cameron Grimes for a hot second. Wagner puts Solo through a table for yet another near fall. Von sits Solo in a chair, gives him a beaten. Goes to grab a chair, but Solo sprays him down with the fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher all over the place. is getting banana. I just want them to use like a real fire extinguisher for once. Not the smoky ones, the, you know, the gimmick ones, but like a real one where it like creams all over them. That'd be awesome. Back into the ring now. Solo in control with a chair in hand. Lays into the back of Wagner now with some hard chair shots. That made me like, oh my goodness. Uh, side slam onto the steel steps. Wagner kicks out at two. Another near fall. Solo to the top rope now, but Stone grabs onto his leg for dear life. Gives Wagner a chance to get back into this fight. Vaughn eats some super kicks on the outside. Falls onto the announcer table. Solo goes for the big splash and nails that shit through the table. Four to three count. Wow. What a brutal looking splash through the table. Solo absolutely caught the edge of that table looked painful ouch with two explanation points folks two that was ouchy uh this was a fun match man this this lived up to the hype that it was building up to solo and wagner have a really good chemistry 7.5 out of 10 and that is the end of NXT. Uh, the highlights of the show, opening women's elimination tag team match was awesome. Nathan Frazier was insane tonight. His speed was just unmatched. I have I, I was really blown away by how fast he was. Really good match there with Mello. And, of course, the Wagner versus Solo false count anywhere match. Lived up to the hype. I really enjoyed it. Uh, couple, uh, just a low light here. The Tiffany Stratton segment was a meh. I don't really care much for her. And the Mandy Rose versus uh, Saray fight was a little bit clunky. More so on the Mandy Rose size. Uh, Saray looked fine. Good show overall, though. Worth a watch. 7.5 out of 10. It's getting better each week, man. Like, starting to build up some good rivalries here. I enjoyed the show, man. Like, the Solo versus Wagner rivalry was a real highlight of NXT over the last few weeks. I don't know if it's done quite yet. I wouldn't be, uh, but I would not be mad if they continued on with uh, with the Wagner and Solo Sokoa. Like, I just really enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind to see them go one more time. One more time in, like, a last man standing match or something. I think that'd be really fucking fun. Oh baby, let's move into freaking AEW and we're kicking it off with Dynamite. Dynamite starts out with Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. Oh, sounds so good on paper right out of the gate. And Orange Cassidy getting the better of Jay Lethal early. Lethal tries to crawl away from the ring. Orange goes to get him, but uh, the giant Singh, the seven foot four monster, he comes out to stop him, but best friends. Uh, they come out stacked on top of each other. That was really funny. They were trying to match the, the sheer size of, of Mr. Singh. So they stacked each other like classic, like old school, like, you know, with the trench coat and everything. It was so good. Made me laugh. Good good stuff there. Uh, they, they, scare, they scare off Dutt and Singh. Uh, Jay smashes Cassidy's leg into the steel steps and takes over the match. Jay working the leg of Orange locks in a figure four. Suplex countered into a slumdog millionaire by Orange. Very nicely done. That's a thumbs up right there. That was a nice counter. Jay goes for the elbow drop, but Orange just nonchalantly rolls away. Very funny spot there. 
Orange hits the diving DDT, then a tornado DDT. Jay kicks out at two. What did I tell you about those tornado DDTs this week, y'all? I'm telling you, they're hot. They were looking real nice this week, too. I'm telling you, real hot, real real jacked, baby, looking real jacked. Cassidy goes for the punch, but uh, his leg gives out on him. Jay takes advantage, but Orange hits the beach break. Punch, uh... Punch countered. He went for the orange punch after the beach break. There you go. Uh, countered. We get some near falls after back-to-back. Uh, then lethal injection for the W. Actually, surprising win a little bit here for Jay Lethal. I know he's very good. I just figured that Orange Cassidy was going to get the win here. But no, Jay Lethal with the lethal injection. Nobody kicks out of the lethal injection, baby. And neither did Orange Cassidy. I almost thought for a second he was. But nope. Uh, victory here for Jay Lethal. Solid opening match. A little slow at the start, but ending was real fun. Sanjay and uh, the big giant Singh come down to celebrate the victory with Jay. Jay goes to put the figure four on Orange yet again, but the best friends are here. And Wardlow comes out for the save. Dutt then, screaming on the mic, challenges Wardlow to, to defend his title against Jay Lethal at Battle of the Belts. Wardlow accepts this. Alright, so we got uh, we got a match at the at the what do you call it? The Battle of the Belts. I think this is number three. I don't believe it's that big of a segment. I think I'm gonna do my predictions here at the end of this. I don't I think there's only like three matches that I can find online. And uh, we're only like you know, less than like twelve ish hours away. Not that not like a day away from it happening. So I, I don't think it's a very big event. I think it may only be like an hour long, like a rampage. But uh, I'll I'll predict on the few matches that I see are out there. But um, yeah, this one sounds pretty good. Jay Lethal versus Wardlow. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, I'll tell you my prediction after I almost said what I what my prediction was. Uh, okay, after that we get Adam Cole returns, baby. Oh, buddy. But we're not done yet. He's not returning in a match, but uh, he's here. And I'm excited because I love Adam Cole, baby. Uh, he's kind of doing the exact same gimmick that he did in NXT, and maybe that that was the first I was the first time I was introduced to Adam Cole, baby. But uh, he did his thing in NXT. He got out when at the perfect time, like right before the brand change, and he got out looked like like he had an amazing run in NXT. And now he's here doing his thing yet again in AEW. It's not, like, I still very much so enjoy him. Don't get me wrong. It's just not hitting the exact same as the first time you see Adam Cole. Bye-bye. Now it's just, like, you know, I, I my wife will always tell you, like, she was on the, the boom thing before the crowds in the WWE were in on it. She was doing boom. And before even I noticed, I was like, she was like, I was doing that the whole time. So like, shout out to my wife. She was in on the boom thing first. So she made it real. She made it real. Damn real. Anyway, uh, he returns. He's with the undisputed elite, uh, bucks, Brandon fish and O'Reilly are all here. We got story time with Adam Cole, baby, dude. He's just so awesome. You just got to check this dude out to believe it. He's virtually like the new age Shawn Michaels, essentially. Like, that's what he gets compared to a lot, is Shawn Michaels. Uh, he's still not cleared, though, to compete. This is sad news. Uh, they, are discussing, they are discussing the trios tag tournament. And then out of nowhere, freaking O'Reilly and Fish attack the Young Bucks. Oh, my goodness. We got a swerve. Chair wrapped around the neck of Nick. But Hangman Adam Page runs down for the save. Crowd is loving this. They love Adam, man, Adam, Hang, Adam Hangman Page. There you go. We got it. 
Uh, are the Bucks and Hangman going to reunite finally? Like, appears that way, but, like, what about the Dark Order, though? You're just going to leave them, like, out in the dark? <laughs> because, like, they've been so, like, worshipping Adam Page for so long. Like, you're not going to give them... You're not going to, like... I always... Like, I was, I'm waiting. We've been waiting, and I, I, I'm a little surprised that they're going... He's going with the Bucks here instead of the Dark Order because they've been so kind and loving to him. But uh, it, it looks like maybe he's going back to the Young Bucks here. So, very interesting. They've had heat over the last, like, year or so here. So, very interesting. After that, we get a John Moxley promo. <laughs> he doesn't care who he fights. He's going to destroy whoever, whenever, whatever in the ring Saturday at the Battle of the Belts. Three, I believe. Let's go with three. Awesome Moxley promo. Classic stuff here. Just just good stuff. You got to watch it. If you don't know, you don't know. If you, if you know, you know. Good for you. <laughs> After this, we get Christian. He's interviewed earlier in the day by Tony. But Jungle Boy comes speeding in his car, just flies out of nowhere, and he tries to jump Christian. He is taken away by security. It's getting real heated between those two. Like, oh my. It's getting real. Like, I'm like, I love the heel work of Christian, dude. It's masterclass. Like, oh God, Christian is such a good heel man. Like, it reminds me of his of his heel run in uh, TNA, like in oh, like 2006, 2007, like with Tyson Tomko. So good, man. Like, that's when I learned how Christian, how good, like really admired and really truly saw how good Christian really is. Like, you, I always was such a big fan of Edge and like just never noticed Christian. But dude, he's right there with Edge. He is so friggin' good. Uh, after, so yeah, man, like this rivalry is getting good. I can't wait to see these like Jungle Boy and him like go at it in some. This is gonna be a good rivalry. I'm 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 all in on this. I I got my feet buckled. I got popcorn. I got water because I sometimes I usually try not to drink soda 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 pop. So I have a water. I did actually have some popcorn earlier today and a soda pop. I lied. I lied. I did when I had when I watched the Matrix. I'm a liar. I lied directly to everybody. Anyway, the next match is Jamie Hader and Britt Baker versus Tony Storm and thunder rosa thunderstorm baby you know it that's one of the, that's oh, i just love that i think that's i think the only reason like it's weird because thunder rosa is the aew women's champion and they just she's uh tony storm is the number one ranked women in the division for the a title shot and these two are currently a tag team with each other but like i think it's just because the thunderstorm combo is such an awesome tag team name that they have to have these two women together so i don't know it's gonna blow up very quick because at some point you know they're gonna clash so i don't know how long it's going to last but at some point i feel like these two are gonna re-meet again and they're gonna be thunderstorm but right now they're thunderstorm and it's awesome okay Crowd is split between uh, Rosa and DMD. I mean, you can uh, the the AEW crowds love Doctor Brett Baker, dude, and she is amazing. She has been one of the cornerstones uh, since the company started, and she's been uh, basically the leader, the queen of the women's division. There, she was amazing. She's still awesome. I love her. The my favorite women's matches are hers. Like uh, she has been dynamite get it she's been dynamite ever since she got to dynamite and uh yeah the crowd just adores her for this even though she's a heel we still love dr Britt baker uh brit trying the lockjaw early no good nice teamwork on display from thunderstorm lots of nice dual offense there stiff kick to the back of hater from thunder rosa she does not uh shy away from stiff offense she uh gives it to hater there hater and the doctor beaten down on rosa 
Rosa gets the hot tag to Tony. She does a few nice dives, then hits an ugly-looking Alabama slam. That's a wet fart. That's a thumbs down. Ugly-looking Alabama slam. I was ve we're very disappointed in this household because my wife adores the Alabama slam. And uh, I, too, am a fan of a good old-fashioned Alabama slam. If done correctly, it is a beautiful uh, move. And uh, sadly, uh, a very fucking not a well-done Alabama slam. I'm sorry to... Uh, drag this one out so long, Thunder, or, uh, yeah, Thunder. Just, come on, come on. Don't ever do that again. <clears throat> Thunder, on the outside, interferes with Thunderstorm. Brit hits a huge air raid crash off the top rope. I feel like we are seeing a lot of air, air raid crash maneuvers this week as well. Up there with the Tornado DDT. Big Lariat stomp combo from Brit Baker and Hater. Rosa kicks Brit hard in the back of the head to break up the count. Goodness gracious, my wife and I were like, oh my. She literally just flew in and just straight up bashed her in the back of the head. It was pretty rough looking, but Brit is a very tough woman. So uh, yeah, she eats that, no problem. Brit and Rosa trading counters. Brit hits another air raid and a beautiful backbreaker from Hater. All women are down here. We get some clapping. Of course, uh, they're getting the respect here. Very nice so far. Brit and Hater try to hang on, but they eat the stereo German suplexes, get a bunch of disgusting-looking hip attacks to DMT to DMD Brit Baker and Hater in the corner. Brit's head just just getting bashed. So brutal-looking, man. Like Tony and those those hip attacks, absolutely brutal. Like oh, I don't know if it's it looks so good. Like I don't know if she's actually bashing in brains, but it looks like it. Even if she's not, it looks phenomenal. Uh, Tony accidentally accidentally hits Rosa, and Hater nails Tony with the Lariat for the victory. Wow, very good tag team match. I love the chemistry between the four women here. This was awesome. Hater was a real standout in the match, and that is just awesome because she's kind of the lesser known of the four women, and she's the one that stood out in this match and gets the pin. So that is awesome to see. This gets a 7.5 out of 10 from me. I enjoyed this very much so. After this, we get Sammy and Ty Conte segment. Oh, no, not this. They are getting married or some bullshit, but Eddie Kingston cuts them off. Hallelujah. Eddie Kingston, I love you so much. Thank you. And challenges him to a match. This gets a clap. This gets a thank you. Hallelujah from me. Thank you, Eddie Kingston, for, for saving us from that trash. Okay, we get a, I guess we're going to get a Sammy versus Eddie Kingston match in the near future. That'll, that'll be fun. I hope Eddie Kingston slaps the shit out of him for real dog teach him a lesson uh, after this we get some bad news taz announces that team taz is over dog it's over i ah uh, this saddens me i really enjoyed team taz i love i just love it's, it's fine as long as taz is around and he's still in commentary i'm okay with this but uh yeah team taz is over because fucking last week hobbs attacked ricky after he lost the ftw title to hook so yeah the whole thing just kind of all broke loose last week so yeah team taz is sadly over maybe we'll see a new rendition of them in the near future but right now taz believes that hook is ready to go off on his own and ricky and hobbs so like yeah we'll see what happens in the future after this we get a match with Aus, the freaking betrayer the ruiner of team taz you bastard hobbs how could you he's going up against a guy named ren jones 
Uh, Hobbs proceeds to destroy this dude with a power slam and a massive clothesline. Puts the knee on him for the three count. Confidently wins. Big ol' squash match, but Ricky comes running out. He and Hobbs go at it, but pup, 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 bow, wow, is way too strong. He plants Ricky with a big ol' slam. Uh, all right, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited for the Ricky Starks uh, versus Powerhouse uh, rivalry. This should be a good time. I really enjoyed Ricky Starks, man. I think he's an awesome talent. I think he's like the better version of Theory. Like, I think they're kind of the comparables, maybe a little bit, in the in the respective companies. And uh, yeah, I enjoy Ricky Starks much more than Theory, but uh, I I enjoy Theory as well. I just think Starks is the more the uh, better version of a of a character that they're kind of similar in style, but yeah, Ricky Stocks, powerhouse. I I can't wait. Oh baby, after this we move into a segment, Miro video segment. Oh, I love Vir- a freaking Miro. I was gonna say a, a Vero, but I guess that's what we can call it, a Vero segment. That's good, right? Miro video combined Vero. Mmm. Uh, the Redeemer. Miro is coming for Alistair Black, baby. All right. After this, we get another video segment. This one from Darby Allen. Uh, Darby tattoos the coffin is going to drop. Like, literally tattoos this on his hand. The coffin is going to drop. What the hell? Like, apparently that was a real tattoo. So, like, that's just straight up on his hand now for real. Uh, uh, he's got a coffin match upcoming against Brody King. That is going to be sick, dude. I... I think this is the, that was the first time I heard about that. I was like, oh my goodness, that is going to be absolutely dynamite. Oh, I love saying that. I love saying that. It's going to be dynamite, though, for real, man. Like, that is going to be... I can guarantee you, you are going to see some, like, looking between the fingers, horrifying bumps from Darby in that match, for sure. Okay, so after that, uh, promo was good. Reminds me of Moxley. The way that Darby delivered that promo it was very Moxley-like. Uh, I'm not saying, like, I just thought it just reminded me of it. It's no, no, nothing bad about that. It's, uh, it was, it's a compliment because I really, really enjoy the way that Moxley does it. And I really enjoyed that the way that uh, Darby did, did his promo. It was very cool, especially the fact that he just fucking pops off a tattoo randomly on his hand. That's insane. Uh, but it was fucking cool. Then we get it. It's good old JR. He comes out for his half of commentary. Uh, lately, JR, he usually, uh, he at the beginning, when he was, you know, first came into AEW, he was doing commentary for the whole shows, but he's moved into a half show duties. Uh, no problem there. He's a legend. It's just nice to see good old JR. And he is coming out to uh, commentate firstly on this match. I was ex- I was popping when I heard this match. Christian versus fucking Matt Hardy, baby. This is the battle of the other halves of popular tag teams. I love both of these men. I love I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Jeff Hardy, and I love, of course, Edge is one of, is my favorite all time. I would say with pretty easy. I think so. I think that's fair for me to say. Edge is my favorite wrestler of all time. And uh, Christian, man, I absolutely adore Christian, and I love Matt Hardy. I just think my and now my love and focus has shifted more to Matt Hardy and Christian because I feel like, especially Matt Hardy, still doesn't really get his due. Like he's loved, he's beloved. Don't get me wrong, but like, and I even missed like the broken Matt Hardy in TNA Impact Run or whatever. I didn't even witness that. I watched the WWE version of Broken Matt Hardy, and it was like it was really fun at times. Then of course WWE like just 
just kept repeating the same thing over and over again and they just killed it they just beat that horse dead until it was just not funny or cool anymore and they wouldn't let matt get creative the way that you know he had more access to being creative and and impact they gave him more leeway they just didn't give him that in wwe so it kind of fell flat after a bit of time but i really enjoyed it when at its peaks though there were some really good moments anyway matt coming out to jeff hardy's music uh okay um you know dun 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 i mean that's great i just mean like matt come on dude like you don't have to keep riding off of jeff's coattails like you are way way above that dude you're a legend in your own you can come out to your own music baby that's what i'm saying uh matt just whooping that ass of christian early i love that i love matt's turnbuckle head slams the delete the delete when he fucking he just boom 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 on the top turnbuckle boom 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 on the second turnbuckle boom 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 on the bottom and everyone's going delete 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 oh i fucking love that shit it's so freaking awesome uh we get a nice corner sit out power bomb from matt hardy there beautiful Christian in control until a superplex from Matt Hardy. Near fall, then a big ol' backdrop off the top rope from Hardy. Christian fights back with the diving headbutt, headbutt classic CLB. Do you remember what CLB is? I remembered it midway through the match. Creepy little bastard. That's what they used to call him back in WWE days. Like, oh, McMahon absolutely hated Christian, like in real life. They hated him. Uh, Matt hits a side effect and then a second side effect on the apron. Owie, that freaking hurts. On the apron, that's the hardest part of the ring. And uh, the ring already like isn't a hard, as a nice thing to land on. And the outside of it, yeah, hurts a lot more. So we get a double uh, side effect there. And I fucking love the side effect, man. Oh, I just love the side effect. Such a sweet little move. Hardy grabs the table. Oh, my God. Uh, he goes for an elbow drop, but he crashes and he burns through the table. Matt lifeless gets nailed by the kill by the kill switch for the W. Uh, Christian wins. Okay, I mean, I think Matt Hardy got the better end of the match, but uh, yeah, going for the big, you know, Jeff Hardy style uh, crash and burn, but uh, yeah, gets eaten there by the table and uh, gets a unprettier. I, I prefer to call it the unprettier instead of the kill switch. He changed it. I prefer the unprettier. It's uh, just a cooler name. Uh, that was a really good match, though. Uh, Matt hit a lot of big moves. A lot of big moves for two freaking veteran wrestlers. They put on a slobber knocker because good old JR. I'm giving this one a 7.5 out of 10, man. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. I'm a big fan of both guys, and I, I'm really impressed for two veteran guys to put on like such an impressive match. Very good stuff. I would like to see like a, a gimmick match between these two. That would be really fun. Uh, after the match, though, Christian tries to attack Matt Hardy with a chair, but Luchasaurus comes out, and then Jungle Boy comes out. He chases him out. That is going to be sweet when Jungle Boy finally gets his hand on Christian. They're doing a really nice build to that. I cannot wait. They're actually making me very excited, so that's going to be sweet. After that, we get Daniel Garcia. He's interviewed by Tony Khan. He's all hyped up because he submitted Daniel Bryanson. Oh my goodness. I like this guy, dude. Like, honestly, my wife doesn't like Daniel Garcia, but I think this guy is under, under key pretty fucking awesome. I think he's pretty dope. Like, there's a reason he's getting, like, you know, he's in the Jericho thing. So, like, Jericho likes him. It seems like Daniel Bryan and all those guys seem to like him. They're having big matches. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think he's pretty solid on the mic. And the in-ring is uh, very, very good. I'm a fan of this guy. 
After this, we get uh, All Ego, Ethan Page. He's in the ring. Another guy that I'm a fan of that, you know, hasn't really gotten the time. Like, he probably does in Dark and stuff, but I just haven't been able to keep up as much as I want to with Dark. I have been watching it lately, but, like, I'm not going to review it and stuff. I want to have some wrestling around that I can just, you know, watch, you know, around when I'm doing shit. Like, that I'm not, like, you know, taking notes on. Anyway, uh, Ethan Page is out here. He's in the ring. He's fucking flipping out because he ain't getting any TV time. What was I just saying? I agree with you, Ethan. Uh, he, he wants to be on TV every single night, uh, losing it on the crowd here, just going at them. Then freaking Stokely Hathaway, he's out there. He's behind him. He yells at Ethan, just blah, 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 blah. I don't like freaking Stokely Hathaway, man. I do not like this guy. Uh, but anyway, he gives him a business, business card. All ego goes with Stokely Hathaway. No, please don't. Uh, so I guess he's going up. Uh, he's going to go join uh, whatever Stokely's got brewing over there. He's recruiting a bunch of people. So I guess they're you know, kind of recruiting like these the, the lower card guys that are actually really, really good. So, I mean, it could end up being really good. But I just don't like Stokely. Uh, we'll see. He might grow on me. He's mm, We'll see. He does a lot of really annoying stuff. I know that's kind of a shtick, but I don't like it. <laughs> but uh, anyway. After that, we get Matt, Matt Bernard, uh, Anna J, and or, sorry, yeah, Matt Bernard, Anna J, and Angelo Parker interviewed. They're part of the J- uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. They're getting interviewed in the back. And just quickly, I want to say about uh, Matt Bernard and um, Angelo Parker. They had a quick cup of coffee. If you get it, you get it in the WWE because they had like this weird coffee drinking kind of gimmick. Uh, I I feel, I don't know, it just felt like it was such a quick little run there. I feel like they were NXT tag champions. They may have been some sort of tag team champions down there. But man, I really dug those two when in their quick little run. I, en- I especially uh, enjoy this uh, Matt Bernard. Uh, he is just like this... I don't know, dude. You just gotta have to watch him. Like, I really have my eye on him. I like his... the. I don't know, I just like the way he is. He just walks around like a prick. He's got this really fun energy he definitely seems like he drinks like eight pots of coffee like he looks over caffeinated but i really enjoy this guy i really enjoyed them for their quick cup of coffee in the wwe but they let them go and then aew scooped them up pretty much instantly and here they are they're in the jericho appreciation society and they're getting a push here in aew and i really enjoy them uh the other dude, Angelo Parker, he's good too. I just, I just think Matt Bernard is like definitely the, the like uh, Montez Ford of the group, if you will, if you will, back out, back out. Anyway, those guys are all getting interviewed with Anna Jay. Uh, Matt and Jay are hyping up their boy Chris Jericho. Anna gets us, just goes completely psycho out of nowhere and chokes out a random dude just standing around. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, dumpster match time now. Oh, baby. They've been hyping this one up throughout the whole show, and this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good time. We get a dumpster match. Uh, Austin and Colton Gunn versus uh, the Gun Club versus the Acclaim, baby. Uh, the rules of this match is the team must put both members in the bin and close the bin lid to win the match. Both members and the lid has to be fully closed to win this. So, mm-hmm. are you listening? Because I had to because I wrote it down. All right, so the match starts. Uh, Acclaimed get the jump on guns, just hitting them hard with the trash cans right out of the gate. This is hilarious. Uh, then Max asks for the music drop. Um, sorry, let's, let me just re- redo that a little bit better. Uh, Acclaimed get the jump on the guns right out of the gate before the match even starts. They just run out and they're attacking the, the guns. 
Uh, they smashed them in the face with trash can lids. It was fucking hilarious. And then, so the guns are down. Then Max asks, asks for the music drop. And he just drops a beautiful rap. We get a Vince McMahon diss. I'm fucking losing it, man. Like, I was like, it was like I was in freaking 8 Mile when Eminem was going off for the first time, like, live. I was like, oh, my God, it was so fucking good. I was loving it. The crowd was loving it. I love this rap. It was awesome. Just, just trust me. Check it out. Uh, guns fight back. They're throwing, they throw the acclaimed against the trash bins. Bowens powerbombed into the bin by the guns. Caster thrown in the bin, but... The acclaimed fight out there with the fucking baking sheets. They break out the baking sheets and wham, wham, wham. They get all hyped up. The guns are down and we get a scissors. It's not over, baby. We still get scissors. I'm fucking hyped about that. It's not over. It was a thing with uh, them and the gun, especially daddy gun. But uh, they're keeping it alive because it's fucking awesome. If you know, you know. Uh, both teams trade headshots with the trash lids. Just brutal. Uh, we can clearly see the bin is filled with packing peanuts, though. It's whatever. We all know that they're not going to just dump these guys in metal bins. But uh, it's just, you know, they made fun of it. It was funny, okay? It's whatever. Uh, Bowen and Austin Gunn are fighting on top of the bin. Bowen gets tossed right off onto a bunch of trash cans. It looks really freaking painful. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a good laugh out of that. <clears throat> Uh, guns in control, they grab a table and go after Max Caster. Caster eats a hard suplex, suplex on the steel. Bowen eats a rough-looking Colt 45 neckbreaker on the stage. Nice hard thud there, just thunk. Very hard-looking. Just nasty. That's on the stage too, man. Like, that thing is not given at all. Just nasty. Uh, Bowen set up on the table. Austin has climbed up on the top of the entranceway now. Good lord. He's up to no good. That is very high. That has to be a solid 10, 12 feet up high. Uh, but Max Caster shows up behind him, tosses him off into the packing peanut filled dumpster. Oh my goodness. We got an oh my god moment right here, folks. Then a, a huge mic drop off the entranceway through the table to Colton. Holy fucking shit. Uh, made me burp. Oh my goodness. Holy shit, though. That was a crazy freaking bump. Acclaim tossed them on the dumpster and locked the lids for the freaking victory. Then they roll the dumpster off the stage after a little bit of a struggle there. They, they I don't know, the bin got freaking stuck there. And they struggled for a good, like, it felt like, felt like forever, but it was probably like 20, 30 seconds trying to get, like, the bin just wouldn't move. And then they tried it with all their might, and it finally came loose. Thank, thank the Lord. Thank goodness. And they, and they freaking saw the looking dumpster bump there. Uh, slam. Peanuts go freaking everywhere. All the packing peanuts looked like a, just looked good. You know, you knew they were safe in there, but it still looked good for TV. You know what I'm saying? I really freaking enjoyed this match. Very fun match. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one an 8 out of 10. This is a must-watch. You should definitely check this one out. Very fun match. If you want, if you want to have a good time, you know, if you're having a couple beers or something, maybe a puff puff or whatever. This, you know, dynamite's always a great time. So this one definitely a highlight. Main event time, baby. We got Wheeler Yuta versus Chris freaking Jericho. He's out here with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Whole bunch of them motherfuckers now. I can't even keep up, keep up with all the members now. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Uh, but Cl Claudio Castanoli, the current Ring of Honor champion, comes out to even the odds. So, thank God. <laughs> Chris slaps Yuta, so he flicks his broken nose. That was funny. Uh, Chris Jericho legitimately has a broken nose, and Yuta flicks him. I don't know if he got him there for real, but the sell from Chris Jericho is just funny as shit. 
Parker and Bernard are caught cheating by Aubrey, so she ejects him. Yeah, out of here. Aubrey is one of the, my, like, like I said, probably in a previous episode, I love her as a referee. She's awesome. And especially the, 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 like, I don't know, the, the, I don't know, chemistry relationship that she's grown over the years with Chris Jericho. It's just a thing of beauty, everybody. It's a thing of beauty. It's wrestling, baby. It's wrestling. Uh, mid-air drop kick onto Yuda. Then Chris imitates Mockley, Moxley's elbow strikes. That was some, that was funny. Not as good as Moxley, but it's funny that he's imitating him because they're gonna have a they have a match coming up soon. Uh, both men collide hard in the middle of the ring. Uh, they get into a little slap fight there. I love this. I love the I love the little slap fight. That's always good shit. Yuda hitting Chris with five. Count them five. Book a T five. That's one more five. Nope, just one more five straight German suplexes into a bridge near fall there. Oh my lord, oh my. Uh, Chris Jericho, nice German suplex reversal into the walls of Jericho. Yuda fights out. Hits and hits a. Hits a three, hits three, count them, three, three nice dives to the outside. Classic double underhook backbreaker from Chris Jericho. I just kind of remembered that he, him doing that a long time ago. I just, I was like, whoa, I haven't seen that one in a while. Uh, but he misses the lion salt. Yuda jumps right into a code breaker, but Yuda kicks out at two. Chris tries to grab his bat but Aubrey takes it away. She ain't playing with that shit, Chris. You know better than this. Uh, she looks away, though, for just a moment, and Chris sends Yuda to Dick Kick City. Even Chris is that good, man. Aubrey is watching you like a hawk, and she just misses. She looks away for just a millisecond. He gets a dick kick in. Just, oh, Chris Jericho, you so good, man. You so good. Uh, but he misses the Judas effect elbow. Chris fights out of a cover and lock. He locks in the freaking lion tamer. Yes. Haven't seen a lion tamer in a while. My wife and I have been begging for this. My wife, especially. And she finally gets her wish. Chris Jericho shows us the lion tamer. We get a taste of it. Definitely going to be pulling that out against Moxley in their match later, later on, not tonight. Uh, Chris wins, but he won't let go of the hold on Yuda. He's got the knee on the neck of him. Uh, Mox comes out, and uh, Chris runs like a little girl. He just gets the hell out of there. He's not getting it, but he. I love that we got ourselves some Lion Tamer. That's fucking dope. Uh, this was a good... Uh, this, this was... This was a good Chris... This was this was a good... Okay, no, this was a good match. Uh, Chris is still the best man. I love his work. Like, it, it's so deep. Like, if you're a wrestling fan like me, I've been watching for, like, 20 years. Um, it's just an art form with Chris Jericho right now. Like, the facials, the the, the movements, the selling. It's just fucking masterclass. He's still got it, baby. Uh, but Yuta looked really good, too, in the match as well. I'm giving that one a 7 out of 10. Chris... After the match, Chris uh, tells Mox, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, is coming for him next week. I don't know why. I'm, I'm a little parched. I'm not going to lie. My voice is dry. and uh, But I'm almost through this, so I'll have water in just a moment. Uh, I'll make it. I'm at the home stretch. Um, Chris is coming for him next week, and he is going to get stretched. Uh, this was a fun show. Uh, some of the highlights. We got uh, The Hater. And Britt Baker versus Thunderstorm tag team match. That was a lot of fun. Uh, really liked that hater. Got highlighted in that match. It was really nice to see. Uh, Hardy versus Christian was a lot of fun. I don't know if that's just me, but I thought the match was really good overall against two veteran wrestlers here. They've wrestled a ton. They have a ton of history, and they just had a really nice, solid fucking match, okay? Fuck. Love these two. Jeez. 
uh, dumpster match. What can I say? That was that was very fun. That was a very fun match. I would say one of the we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show. Wink, wink. A uh, little foreshadowing, but uh, damn, it was fun. I had a good time. More fun than I thought it was gonna gonna be. Uh, honestly, I got no light, uh, no low lights on this show from me. It was a great dynamite this week. Uh, lots of good content throughout. Some very good matches this week as well. Very, very much so enjoying the storylines going on throughout the roster right now. Like everything's kind of hitting. Like uh, I kind of like all the storylines throughout. A lot of them are really fun. Even though, like what you would consider, you know, lower mid card, mid card wrestlers like, like the acclaimed and the guns. Like they're not. High, but it was it was one of the it was the highlight of the show. It was so much fun. Like it reminds me of just like, um, like Attitude Era wrestling when like everybody was over. All the gimmicks were fun. The crowd is into it. Like it got the right crowd. It just feels good, man. I really really enjoyed it. So I really liked uh, Dynamite. You should definitely definitely check out Dynamite, y'all. If you're not watching it, what are you doing? Oh, buddy, let's fucking get into SmackDown. <clears throat> let's see if Triple H can uh, finish off this week with a uh, with the cherry on top and hit the trifecta and have three, uh, seven out of ten on above shows in his first week. Let's see how he does. SmackDown, it kicks off with a pretty funny play-by-play moment here by Pat McAfee. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. I know there's uh, Pat McAfee. Sounds right to me. Uh, we get a funny play-by-play by Pat McAfee of him kicking Corbin's nuts, uh, showing a bunch of replays of uh, little DX suck chops. Uh, really funny. I, I actually really enjoyed this. That was good stuff by Pat McAfee. I give him that a thumbs up. Ricochet and a bunch of others are laughing at Corbin in the back. Uh, Baron gets in Ricochet's face, and they are going to have a fight. Oh, buddy. I hope... The Triple H era is good to Ricochet, man. He is so freaking unreal. So let's see how it goes. We got Ricochet going up against Baron Corbin here. Uh, he should get a gimmick change, okay? Baron Corbin uh, for right now because uh, he ain't been winning very much lately. He's been on a big old losing streak, so we need a gimmick change for this guy, Stat. Ricochet is hot out of the gate, but gets turned inside out in a, with a nice clothesline there. Awesome selling by Ricochet, as always. Ricochet tossed into the ring post on the outside. Baron in control now. Ricochet gets some crazy height, just absolutely banana height, off a back body drop from Baron Corbin. Beautiful standing shooting star by Ricochet. I mean, oh. Uh, cool looking torture rack neck breaker looking thingy. I don't really, I don't know what that name is, but that's how I describe it. Fuck, cool looking. Uh, get some bum ass Corbin chants from the crowd. Okay, the, I like it from the crowd. I just don't like it when McAfee like forces, it's like he does it over and over again. I know you have to do that, but like, I think the crowd gets it, man. Like you're, you're doing, you don't have to just bash it into our brains so much. Just a couple times, okay? Anyway, you get some of those 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 cheers. So the, okay, it, it was it's working. It's just not working on me, dog. Uh, Corbin gets a near fall off the deep six. Absolutely fucking love that move. Deep six, yum yum yum, all day all night. But he never wins with it. It's just such a beautiful move. Uh, Ricochet tosses uh, gets tossed awkwardly off the top rope, and then Baron and Pat they lock eyes. 
Pat, in hilarious fashion, distracts Corbin here. Ricochet takes advantage of this. He hits a, pic a picture perfect, like absolutely perfect shooting star press off of the top rope uh, for the victory with the assist by Pat McAfee. Now, it looks like that, uh, you know, that move has had some controversy controversy in his past the shooting star press off the top has actually been a banned move from the wwe it looks like it's no longer that because ricochet can hit it absolutely gorgeously if you didn't know a uh, long time ago i think i'm uh, just let me get the name billy kidman hit a uh shooting star press onto chavo guerrero way back in the day like 2004 2005 something like that and he actually like landed directly on chavo's head with his knee and knocked him fucking senseless so like after that they were like no more of that move please so yeah anyway uh, solid match ricochet is such a treat to watch man in the ring he sells every everything he, he gets hit with so well and he's an absolutely insane athlete very happy he gets the victory here uh, like I said earlier, man, Baron definitely needs a gimmick change. He loses yet again. So I'm, I'm expecting a gimmick change here for Baron. Hopefully. After this, we get Sami Zayn. He's uh, showed knocking on Roman's door backstage. The Usos answer the door, though, instead. Sami wants to talk to Roman and or Paul Heyman, but Usos politely shut, uh, shut that down. Not going to happen. No way. But uh, we'll talk to you for a minute here, Sami. Uh, poor Sami. Uh, just fucking love Sami Zayn, man. I, I also really been enjoying, uh, the weird Sami Zayn and the bloodline relationship. It's like really funny because like the bloodline is obviously like taking advantage of Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn just wants to be part of the club and he doesn't really fully understand that he's getting taken advantage of, but I love you, Sami Zayn. You're so awesome. Uh, after that, we get Shinsuke versus Ludwig. Uh, he's coming out with Gunter. As always, we have a hilarious Pat McAfee reaction during Shinsuke's entrance. Like, just fucking, just always goes bananas every time Shinsuke comes out. If you haven't seen it, just, there's gotta be, there's bound to be a long montage of Pat McAfee going insane during Shinsuke's entrances. Just, just check it out, y'all. You'll, you'll love it. Uh, Gunter is just screaming at Ludwig during his entrance. Had me laughing. That was some funny stuff. Just screaming at him. And Ludwig is just taking it. Just taking it. Uh, Ludwig getting the early edge in the match. But uh, not for long. Shin gets uh, into Gunter's face. They exchange some words of multiple languages. Because they're both of... You know, they're from different countries. So I didn't know what the hell they were, they were saying. I had no idea. Didn't pick up any of that. Uh, Kaiser hits a unique, a, a unique looking suplex. We get a near fall there. Shin tries for an arm bar. Arm bar. Kaiser fi fights out. Then Shin hits the Kingshasa for the W. Uh, Shin and Gunter get face to face in the ring, and and uh, that's that. An okay match, but uh, more about setting up for Shinsuke versus Gunter, which uh, on paper uh, should be an instant classic. Uh, we shall see. We really have to see. Like I'm, I feel much more confident now that Triple H is is uh, in uh, the head of creative. I feel a lot more that these two are really gonna kick the shit out of each other. We're just gonna have to wait and see, but hopefully for not very much longer. They're gonna go at it really soon. So I'm really excited for this one, y'all. After this, we get Kofi Kingston is interviewed. He says that Xavier Woods is fine, but uh, he's going to be out for a while. And uh, he he wants to get revenge on the Viking Raiders. Uh, Kofi's the man. Uh, every, every time he's backstage doing an interview, he puts a lot of energy into it. And it's always entertaining. Uh, always puts all, all his uh, energy into a good promo. 
Sammy gets shut down for a second time by the Usos. They're getting a little bit more agitated by Sammy asking so much and bugging them. Uh, I, I'm enjoying this. I see this. I see where this is going. Uh, Liv Morgan addresses the crowd here. Uh, she tapped, okay? She tapped before Ronda was counted for the three. So we got some drama going on here, y'all. It's getting real. Uh, but she's out here addressing the crowd. Ronda has been fined and suspended for attacking Liv and the referee after their match at SummerSlam. Crowd is booing the shit out of Liv Morgan right now. They're chanting, you tapped out, chance. Uh, well, they're chanting, you tapped out. <laughs> uh, Liv says she's fine with being called out on her own shit. She says shit, but it's bleeped out, but she does say shit. And that, like, wins over the crowd a little bit because, like, she calls herself out, which is nice. Uh, she is interrupted, though, by Sonya Deville. She comes out, calls people dumb, and that Liv doesn't deserve the title and all that shenaniganery. Calls Adam Pierce an idiot. I fucking love this right now. She's just kind of saying everything that I, I want to hear right now, personally. Uh, DeVille says she's gonna win the gauntlet match tonight and take the belt from Liv Morgan. Yo, yo, Sonya, I'm picking up what you're putting down right now, girl. Go, Sonya. I am cheering for Sonya right now. Uh, so let's kick into this. We got the gauntlet match for a shot at the SmackDown women's title. Sonya versus Aaliyah to kick this, this gauntlet match off. So let's get into this. Uh, Sonya pretty much dominates Aaliyah, uh... She hits uh, the finisher and now onto Raquel. Just pretty much squashes Aaliyah. I'm sorry, Aaliyah. Not much to say there. You got kind of got squashed. Uh, next is Raquel. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez versus Sonia Deville. Sonia chops down the leg of Raquel. That's really important. Foresh foreshadowing. She's chopping down the leg. But Rodriguez fights back. Hits the big old P-bomb. And Sonia is eliminated. Dang it. Dang it, I was going for Sonya, and she, she's down. But anyway, we got Rodriguez, and then Shotzi Blackheart comes out. Shotzi starts. Uh, she starts out hot, hits a nice Tornado DDT. Again, I'm telling you, those Tornado DDTs are hot right now. And locks in a nice octopus, octopus stretch. Is locked in. I'm going to grab some water before I faint. Oh, no. Mmm. Mmm, Merry Oh, Merry Good Lord, I'm all right, I just got to find where I was. Oh, this is the problem when I drink water. Oh, jeez. Okay, Rodriguez, Shotzi, nice tornado DDT, and gets an octopus stretch locked in. Rodriguez powers out with a fall, away slam, hits the elbow, hits the power bomb, and Shotzi is eliminated. Boom, she's out of here. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, I choked on water and breath and air and that stuff that's, like, needed in, in normal human consumption and tried to kill me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, next, we get uh, a surprise appearance from Zia Lee. Oh, my. Uh, she's going up against uh, Rad Raquel Rodriguez now. Ooh, I really like Zia Lee, man. I think uh, she's one of those underutilized uh, women on the roster in the WWE, and it's, I was really happy to see her here. Uh, so Lee goes after the bad wheel of Rodriguez. Some hard shots from Zia Lee, but Raquel again powers out. Uh, she hits the slam, the twisty elbow thing, the P-bomb combo for uh, for the W. Zia Lee is eliminated. Dang it, I really liked her. She didn't really get much offense in, but whatever. Uh, next up is Natalia versus Rodriguez. Natalia goes right for the bad knee again. That is a theme. Are you getting it? Of Raquel. Solid little slap to the mush of Natty there. Uh, then she gets slammed for a near fall. Natty locks in a sharpshooter, but Rodriguez fights to the ropes. Rodriguez hits another P-bomb. Natty is eliminated. My, my, my. The power bomb. She's going crazy. She's like freaking, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, 
uh, Wardlow of the WWE right now, all these P-bombs, just not a symphony, not all in a row. You understand? And then next, we get another little surprise here. Final, we get Shayna Baszler is, is out here versus Raquel Rodriguez. All right, let's go, Shayna. Let's see what you got, girl. Uh, haven't seen you in a while. She's, I, I, I like her. You know, she has her faults, but she's fine. She has her really good moments, though. Like, when she has good moments, they're pretty damn good. Uh, Shayna goes right after the injured knee again. Talking trash to Liv Morgan, who's watching ringside. Big knee to the face of Raquel. Near fall there. Raquel fighting back. Goes for the twisting elbow, but she falls right in the Carafuda clutch. Oh my goodness. What, what did I just say? Very nice spot there by uh, Miss Baszler. Raquel trying to fight out. Tries a roll up, but Shayna counters into a pin of her own for the W. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I did not actually see Baszler winning that match. I actually thought Raquel was going to win, uh, but I love the fact that they are using some of the more underutilized female talents on the roster. Uh, Rodriguez looked like a beast, but the the knee ended up getting too badly beaten up overall through all the opponents. They're all targeting her bad wheel there. Uh, yeah, she falls to uh, she gets uh, Shayna Baszler gets the W. She steals it, uh, gets the dub, and she's going to be going to fight uh, Liv Morgan for a chance for a, a in a title shot. Jeez. Uh, that should be interesting. That actually uh, should be an interesting matchup. I don't believe they've ever fought, and if they did, I don't remember it. So we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, fun gauntlet match. Enjoyed the story, and the Rodriguez uh, looked dominant. Uh, even without the W, she still looked good. I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. We cut over to uh, the Usos are yelling at Sami Zayn. Oh my! Uh, they've had enough of him asking to see the 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 tribal chief and and a, a non-present uh, Paul Heyman. After that, we move to Viking Raiders versus a bunch of jobbers. Uh, dude, I've seen these two in so many squash matches over the last few years. How many freaking how many squash matches these two freaking need? I don't understand it. Uh, they beat the fuck out of them, of course, for the W. This gets a 1 out of 10. Fucking boo. Thumbs down. Don't like this. Uh, we need some more real tag teams in the WWE right now. They are hurting uh, for these dudes to fight because they are a legit... They're pretty freaking awesome, these two, the Viking Raiders. I've seen them in the WWE have good matches. They just do not have a roster filled with solid tag teams to fight. So they're in squash matches constantly. Uh, anyway... Kofi comes out and whoops them with a kendo stick, which is awesome. Crowd loves this. I love this. Uh, so we move into a match. Kofi Kingston is going up uh, against one half of the Viking Raiders, Eric. Uh, he's the one with no hair. With I mean, they both kind of don't have hair, but one has hair and one like doesn't have any at all. So that one. Uh, Kofi eats a big old knee in the face from Eric. Raiders have vis visible marks on them from all the smacks from the kendo stick from Kofi. So, like, yeah, he beat the fuck out of them. It was awesome. Uh, Kofi trying to fight back, but Eric, Eric hits a hard-looking slam and knee to the upper back of Kofi. Eric hits, uh, makes his shit look pretty stiff, I, I must say. That's getting a thumbs up. He is pretty stiff. Uh, lovely trust fall by Kofi onto Eric on the outside. I Ivar tries to attack Kofi with the kendo stick, but he misses wildly. Kofi catches Eric in a roll-up for the W. A fun little rally win here for Kofi Kingston. I enjoyed that. Uh, a tournament for the women's tag team titles is going to begin next Monday. Ooh, very interesting. Uh, I like tournaments, and AEW tournaments are pretty bangers, so this should be a good shit. 
the bloodline is finally here, but no Paul Heyman. He needs a rest. He definitely deserves a rest after that amazing F5 through a fucking announce table that he took at SummerSlam. If you don't know who Paul Heyman is, like, he is an older, very overweight, not a wrestler at all gentleman, and he took a massive, like, straight up slam through an announce table. Like, oh, it was awesome. Just check that shit out if you have not seen it. So fucking crisp. Uh, Roman is going to meet Drew McIntyre face-to-face. No doubt this will end uh, without any violence at all. I have no doubt about that at all. The the Usos have to hand the mic to Roman. They are legitimately busting up laughing because Roman is just too much at this point, man. The, The crowd must acknowledge him segment. Like... Oh my god, like, even the the Usos can't contain themselves, but Roman in full character, he's not cracking at all. Like, he has the crowd at the palm of his hands at this time now, with the Acknowledge Me, and the crowd absolutely loves it, and so do I. Uh, He gets a big old cheer, I I truly do get a kick out of the Roman and the Acknowledge Me bit. It's it's become so funny to me, and clearly to the Usos, because they were busted a gut. Roman says he hates Brock Lesnar, but he does respect him but angry because he attacked the wise man paul Heyman. so he like yeah fuck fuck god damn it brock why'd you hurt paul Heyman? uh we send our love to you paul i love you drew comes out he's had enough of the shit uh he gets the crowd all fired up he pops the shirt off and then wait a minute wait a minute i know that music what is that music do you know who it was? Did you get it right? It's freaking Carrion Cross, y'all. What the hell? What the hell you doing here? And he has fucking hair now. He used to have like shaved down head. Now he's got hair. Ooh, ooh, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. My wife liked it. I, I thought he looked good. I like him both ways. It's all good, baby. Uh, he attacks Drew McIntyre and state and uh, he stares down the bloodline. Just whoa, this is wild. Uh, Roman looks confused, a little disgusted. A little happy, then then a little sleepy, but fucking, fucking whoa, carrying cross, what the hell, man, welcome back, out of nowhere, uh, he got done dirty on the main roster, because, like, the first time he showed up, he lost right away to Jeff Hardy, and he looked like a total bitch, and then they tried to, like, save him by beating Jeff Hardy, like, three times in a row after that, but the damage was, like, instantly done, like, this guy was right out of the gate he had an okay run in nxt not one of the stronger runs at the time but i liked him i mean mostly he was an entrance like his entrance was really cool but he definitely had you know room to grow into something pretty neat but uh yeah he got squashed by jeff hardy pretty much on the main roster in his debut looked like a little bitch but uh, yeah man that's the show that was that was smackdown so let's check out some of these highlights and we'll get to the score let's see if triple h hit a hit a hit a what, what would we call that a three-peat Maybe we'll just call him a three-peat if he hits all three good shows in one week. Uh, Highlights. Uh, I really like the fact that uh, underutilized talents are getting a shot, like Ricochet, Raquel Rodriguez was out there big tonight, and Shayna Baszler made a big appearance, and she got the big victory. The gauntlet was good, uh, was a good time, and Karrion Cross's return was out of nowhere from me. Uh, I I did not see that coming. And uh, I'm interested to see what he does this time around. Let's see if his uh, second run around under Triple H is better. 
some of the lowlights of the show. Um, just fucking sick of the Viking Raiders having their fucking 373rd squash match in the WWE. I mean, come on, Triple H. I, I, I know the tag team division is hurting, but uh, let's, let's fucking get it going here, man. Let's go. Let's bring in some tag teams to start making some goddamn tag teams because, like, the Viking Raiders are really good, and I want to see them have some really good tag team match matches with people that aren't the fucking New Day because you can't even have that now because they're hurt, and you ruined the bar, and Cesaro left and went to AEW now, so fuck, what are you doing? Uh, but anyway, uh, fun show overall. I felt it was, a, it, it was the weaker show of the three WWE shows this week, but I still thought it was a solid show overall. It gets... A 6 out of 10. Triple H, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. It was still good. Like, that's still a high score considering what I would have been scoring the latest, you know, SmackDown and Raws over the last, like, seven plus months. You know what I'm saying? So a 6 out of 10 is really good, man. There's nothing wrong with a 6 out of 10. May seem lower in some people's mind, but I still enjoyed myself, man. That's not a bad score. 6 out of 10 is solid. It's a passing grade. It's an above a passing grade. It's a good show. It's fine. It's not, it's not good, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, nothing wrong with it, dog. It's all good, Triple H. Please don't pedigree me through a table, dude. Just please, please have mercy on my soul. You'll get it next week, man. You'll get it next week. It's hard running three shows all at once. I understand. Well, you know, I said this to my wife also. I was like, yo, like, you know, Triple H always grew up, like, he, he was mostly always on Raw, and he was always a raw guy, you know, his reign of terror that was all on raw. I don't even th- I don't even recall him ever really being on SmackDown. I don't think he ever was on SmackDown. And uh, yeah, we all know that NXT was his baby. That was his creative little baby there. And uh, so I just I just hope he doesn't like lose sight of SmackDown. Like, hey man, don't forget that SmackDown. I fucking love SmackDown. Okay, so like, don't forget about SmackDown. But uh, you know, seriously, six out of ten is still a solid grade. Triple H, really, really good shit out of you. I'm really happy and excited to see what you're going to be doing going forward. And uh, yeah, good shit. Oh, fuck yeah, fucking home stretch, y'all. Only one more show to go for this week, and let's try and plow through this, because, like, wow, I can't believe I'm almost at two hours. This is banana. <laughs> yeah, I had to take a break and fucking smoke some weed, because I've got to fucking pass out. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. All good, this is really fun. I'm having a great time. Okay, so Rampage this week, Friday Night Rampage. We start off with fucking John Moxley. Like, wow. I love that this show just kicks off with the AEW world champion like John Moxley versus a uh, newcomer here Mance Warner uh, I, I'm aware that this guy is like big in Ring of Honor uh, indie guy I'm imagining I this is the uh, other than the video before the match that they showed I don't know anything about Mance uh, Warner here so uh, I'm going in with a clean slate on this guy uh, I'm, I was I'm excited to see what uh, what he brings okay so Moxley goes right at him they brawl on the outside Mance takes a suplex through a chair, but he's right back up. Uh, gets gets in a little chop war with Moxley. Not a good idea. Uh, in the ring now, Mox locks in a figure four. Mance pokes John's eye and escapes it. Uh, Moxley takes a nasty bump onto the chair on the outside. Like, holy fuck. Like, the chair was, like, you know, it's a folding chair. He had it open, and he, like, s- suplexed him onto it, but the chair didn't, like, bend in any way, and he just, like, bounced off the back, like, really hard on his back. Fucking ouch with, I'll give that, I'll give that a solid three explanation points behind that ouch. That was rough. Uh, DDT onto the steel steps from Warner. Mox is bleeding now and staggering all around uh, the outside of the ring, and he just barely makes it back into the ring. Uh, only to eat a knee in the face. Uh, so fuck you very much. 
Mance locks in a figure four of his own. Mance beating down Moxley here. He grabs a couple of chairs and Mox punches the chair and fucks up his hand really bad. Uh, Mance was also clipped by the chair and now he's fucking busted open. Uh... Dive through the ropes from Moxley, hits a superplex in the ring. Mance stays down, eats some hard elbows, and gets hard shots in of his own. Mox gets a wrist lock, stomps the bejesus out of him, pile driver, and then a choke. Mance passes out, and Moxley is the winner. Damn, man, Moxley, week after week, this guy just so good right now. He is on a heater. Uh, Damn, that was a war. They really went at it, man. Like... Uh, never seen Mance fight before, but I get a little, like, Eddie Kingston, Briscoe's vibe out of him. Like, mix those two together, and that's fucking Mance Warner. Uh, from what I got out of the one match I've seen of him, okay? Just chill. Uh, overall, though, I really enjoyed this opening match. It's getting a 7.5 out of 10 from me. Okay. Uh, Stocks uh, gets confronted by the factory in the back. Uh, they really want Ricky to join up with them. He says, no way, Jose. And and he tries to leave. Someone tries to grab him. But QT says, we gonna get him. We gonna get him, baby. We just gotta be patient. So uh, hopefully, I don't know. I feel like that might actually be a pretty fun fit for Ricky. Uh, we'll see if QT is able to uh, draft him over to the factory. Just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, next, we got a match, uh, Takeshka versus Nemeth. Uh, if you have been following with this podcast, you know how I feel about Takeshka right now. This guy has really won my heart over the last few weeks, and uh, here he is again. Uh, right out of the gate, Takeshka explodes down the ramp through his entrance right into a massive clothesline to Nemeth. Uh, Peter Avalon, uh, Nemeth's tag team partner, grabs Takeshka's foot. No worries, though. Takeshka hits a beautiful blue thunder bomb. Yum, yum, yum. And the knee for the W. Peter attacks Takeshka after the match, but he eats a flying knee, and boom. He takes out two guys in, like, I don't know, it was like three and a half minutes. Uh, quick match, but Takeshka was a house of fire for, like, that whole time. He is explosive. My, my, my. I am a fan. I uh, just wish it was a little longer. Next, we get Best Friends and Orange Cassidy interviewed backstage. They are mad because Orange was attacked, but they want to go for the trio's tie, uh, tag team championship titles together. But out of nowhere, ha ha ha, Dan Housen also puts his hand in the circle. What the hell's that? So, uh, <laughs> what's that team going to be? Uh, I don't know what's going to go on there. If uh, I don't know if uh, he's just going to be managing them or helping them out throughout, you know. Uh, or if he's actually going to get involved with the tag team and, like, maybe there's going to be a rivalry there. I have no idea, but I cannot wait to see that. Next, we get a match. Uh, Layla Gray versus Madison Rain here. Uh, she is with Stoke Stokely Hathaway as well. Uh, if you want to know, little fun fact, Madison Rain actually wrestled for TNA and Impact Wrestling for a very long time. She held... Pretty much every title she can hold over there in Impact, multiple-time tag team champion, I think at least one-time knockouts champion. Uh, I've I've been watching her, I think, pretty much ever since she debuted there in, in, in uh, old-school TNA. And honestly, I was never a big fan of her. I didn't watch a whole lot of her there in TNA, but when she was there, I, was, I definitely remember not liking her. Uh, but anyway, Madison with a bunch of different pin attempts out of the gate. Stokely being annoying on the outside distracts Madison Gray. Gray beats her down on the outside. Uh, really bad-looking knee to the head there of Gray. Uh, that's a thumbs down, just bad-looking knee. Uh, Nice-looking side slam from Gray, though. So semi-redemption, at least Gray's stuff looked good. <laughs> Madison hits cross reigns for the W. Boring match. 
Uh, was not into this at all. Uh, felt it was too long. And uh, thumbs down. Yeah, how do you like that? How do you like that? Uh, still don't like you. Go back to TNA or whatever. I don't know. I, I still watch TNA. I just don't review it. That's one of the shows I just like to have on the side because, like, I may review a big old pay-per-view of theirs every now and again because I do follow along with Impact because it's become quite a, a very watchable, solid product. Not the best, but it's solid. It has, it's ha it's has, it has its moments. There it is. Thank you very much, folks. Anyway. Okay, anyway. Uh, nice looking slam. Yes, boring match. Okay, after that, Jade Cargill comes out. She calls out Madison for a match, her boring, shitty match. Uh, Kira, Kira Hogan attacks from behind, but Madison hits another cross reigns. Uh, a better promo here from Jade Cargill. She's hit and miss with her promo promos, man. Like, I give her a little, like, leeway. My wife is really hard on her. But, I mean, Jade Cargill has some really good promos, and then she has those, like, weak like, yeah, just bad promos. I'll just say bad. But uh, tonight was a good one of those good nights, I'd say. I uh, don't really give a shit about Rain versus Cardgill. We all know that Cardgill's going to absolutely freaking obliterate her. So just get that over with. No way freaking Rain's going to beat her. And if she does, I'm going to be really pissed off, honestly. Uh, Swerve in our glory and Smart Mark. Uh, Smart Mark, Tony Nese, and Josh Woods are interviewed here by your boy, Mark Henry. Swerve and our glory got some good shots in there on them. Pretty good stuff here, like some real good ribs. Nice uh, nice burns, nice disses, as you will, as the kids say. I don't know, what do you kids say nowadays? I don't fucking know. Uh, but looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for your main event. So we're kicking into the match here. Swerve and our glory versus Josh Woods and Tony Nese. They're with Smart Mark in a Friday night street fight. That's what we're calling it. Okay, I dig it. I dig it, sucker. Let's go. Uh, Lee beasts through hard shots from Woods out of the gate and hits him with a big double hand chops. Woof! Oh, mama, that's gotta hurt. Tony throws protein powder in Keith's face, then eats a bunch of it himself and throws a little bit in his own eye. I don't know. It was kind of weird, uh, but I dig it. Uh, Swerve hums a toolbox at Tony Nice and just misses his head. That, that busted me. I was dying. That was hilarious. Uh, Lee trying to clear his vision here uh, for a long time. Woods hits a nasty-looking twisting suplex into the steel steps on Swerve. Two trash cans enter the ring. Swerve tossed headfirst into a can. Swerve tries to fight back, but he's outnumbered. Smart Mark hangs onto Lee. He can't get into the ring to help. Here we go. Two tables are set up on the outside. Oh, Lord. We all, we all know someone's going through M tables, but whom? Nice and Woods look to put Swerve through it, but he fights it off. Keith takes over. He's tossing everyone around all over the place. He finally returns after wiping protein powder out of his face for, like, felt like five-plus minutes. He even poured water on himself, like, one minute in, and he still had so much trouble. Anyway, Mark hits him with a chair. This only angers Keith. Very, very much so. Keith then eats stereo kicks, stereo kicks and a DDT onto the chair, but Swerve breaks up the count just in time with a 450 splash. That gets a thumbs up from me. Very nice, uh, unique way to break up a pin. That's awesome. That's some like video game shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mark hits Swerve in the back of the head with a monkey wrench. My, my, my. Swerve sets up a table. Mark goes on top to take him out, but he's stopped by Keith freaking lee and he is tossed through the table very nice bump there that gets a that gets a plus from me a thumbs up woods tries with all his might to suplex lee through the two tables but it's no use until until 
Tony gives him a kick in the mouth. Lee and Woods go crashing through the table. Oh my god. Holy shit chance ensues. This gets a double thumbs up and and a double explanation point. Bunch of that stuff. It's going banana. Uh, Swerve and Nice battle in the ring now. They're all alone. Swerve hits the big double stomps off the top rope for the W. Hell yeah. A hell, uh, a fucking really good match. Other than Lee being incapacitated for an oddly long time by the powder, I really enjoyed this match. That's a 7.5 out of 10. Now, maybe I, I'm taking a half off of that for the for the protein powder thing because it it was funny. I just, like, wanted... I just want more Keith Lee, man. Is that so wrong? Like, I just wanted more... Like, he was in there. I just feel like... Uh, like I know they wanted to shine a highlight on on Swerve, which is fine. I just feel like you know, dude, Keith Lee can do some incredible things, and I just want him to get highlighted a little bit more. And like, yeah, but no, it was still good though. Seven and a half out of ten. That gets a that's a that's a thumbs up, y'all. That's good stuff. Uh, okay, highlights of this match uh, of this show overall: Moxley versus Warner out of the gate. Of course, Moxley is a regular here in the highlights. <laughs> He's always here. Uh, main event was also very fun. Lowlights, uh, Rain versus Gray was way too long, and Takeshka versus Nemeth was too short. So if you just flip flop those around, you would have had like a really really good show. But uh, if Takeshka had a bit more time, it would have made the show very good. But I still thought it was a good show overall. Some real gems this week. Seven out of ten overall. Holy fucking shit! We cracked two hours for the first time in our podcast's history. Holy fuck! I haven't passed out yet officially, or from what you guys know, I could have edited it out but as far as you as you know i'm gonna be honest with y'all i try my best not to do any editing or cut anything out other than overly long pauses that are like way over like five seconds which are actually pretty rare if you can't tell i just blab i blab okay when i fucking i just love talking about this shit and uh yeah dude that was a fucking really good fun week for me and wrestling as you can see like you can, I guess you can tell it was a fun week when, when the show goes long like this because, like, yeah, I had a lot to say. I had a lot of opinions. There was a lot of quality matches, you know, a lot of sevens, uh, quite a few seven and a halves, uh, a, a, an eight and an, and an eight and a half, I believe. Let's, uh, you know what we're going to get to, baby. We're going to get to everybody's favorite segment, um, but a teaser first. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you blue balls here for a second. Let's just quickly take a look at the upcoming... Uh, pay-per-view for AEW coming up this weekend, uh, Saturday night, AEW Battle of the Belts uh, match card. Uh, it seems light to me, but again, this might be a shorter thing than I'm expecting. So uh, we got uh, Ring of Honor champion Claudio Castagnoli going up my, going up against my boy. Uh, I'm not going to try his first name. I only know his last name. Uh, Takeshka. Uh, Saturday Saturday night Saturday fight night. Uh, I I know I really like uh, my boy Takeshka, but uh, Claudio is a brand new champion, but I expect that match to be fucking tight, though. I'm excited for that match, so I'm definitely going to be watching it. Um, more than likely, yeah. If it is actually really short, then... I don't know if I'll, I'll probably just drop a really short review or whatever the hell it is, man. I'll just drop you whatever my little review is of, of this show, okay? So here's my predictions for the show. Uh, I think Claudio Castanoli is going to take down Takeshka, and I am predicting this match to be nothing short 
of a seven and a half out of ten. Oh fuck yeah! I'm expecting. I'm gonna go. That's a low end. I I expect this on a high end. Like if we get a real fucking like if I get fucking both of these guys clicking properly, I want this to be an eight and a half. This could be easily an eight and a half out of ten. So uh, yeah, there's some hype around that match for me. I like both of these men. Uh, then there is uh, women's champion Thunder Rosa is going up against Jamie Hader. I really enjoyed what Jamie Hader did this week. Uh, no, I don't think she is going to win. I think Thunder Rosa is going to get the win. Uh, but I do believe that Hader is going to look pretty good. I think Thunder is going to do a great job at making her look good. But overall, uh, even with the shenanigans with Dr. Britt Baker and others around the ring, I think that... Uh, Thunder Rose is still going to get the win here, so... But I think that's going to be a really good match, too, man. Like, Jamie Hayter is is a solid wrestler. Like, she's starting to really, like, uh, shine on the on the roster. Like, I really noticed her work this week, and uh, I'm going to give her a shout-out. Uh, after this, we also get uh, champion Wardlow, uh, TNT champion, going up against Jay Lethal. Uh, as far as I know, these are all going to be for these championships that I'm telling you. So, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Sorry. Uh... Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. Okay, uh, I like Jay Lethal. He looks like he's going to be uh, accompanied with Sanjay Dutt and the and the giant Singh, uh, seven foot four monster. But Wardlow is freaking Wardlow. I'm going Wardlow here all day. Powerbomb Symphony to everybody. They're all gonna they're all gonna get crushed. Uh, no way, Jose for Jay Lethal. Not gonna happen. Wardlow wins this easy peasy. And dude, like seriously, I've checked like five websites, and those are the only matches that I see announced. If there's more, then there's more, and then you just miss predictions. I'm still gonna review them. So there's that. Um, holy shit, dude! I can't believe I hit two hours for the first time. That's fucking insane. Uh, hopefully, I don't know if I I don't I really don't give a shit how long they are. Only if you guys care. So if if you hate that hate them going this long, then I'm sorry. I'll try and be faster. But I if I go too fast, then I I get fucked up. So yeah, I'll, hopefully I'll get better. And uh, hey, it's not the weed, okay? Don't don't say that. That's not nice. That's not nice. That's not good. That's not nice. Um, anyway, man, yeah, that was a really fun leak. Uh, let's get into everyone's favorite segment, the three stars of the week. Let's fucking go. This was a really tough one, honestly. I spent like, I don't know, a solid like 20, 25 minutes sitting there going through all the matches that I saw this week. And, uh, yeah, dude, there was a lot. There was a lot of really quality stuff this week. So if you're a wrestling fan out there, like, fuck yeah. This is a really, this is a nice, I think, a truly a turning point. Like, I've been faked out a handful of times over the last, like, six years, seven years that I've been watching with my wife. Like, I remember the time that Triple H and all them and Stephanie all came out and said, oh, we're going to do the attitude here, blah, 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 and all that crap, all these fake promises that they never fulfilled. So that was bullshit. Because the big problem was, like, honest to God, man, it was McMahon. Like, he's been the problem for so long. They just, they can't do anything about it until he retires. So, like, now that all this bad stuff came out about him and all that stuff, uh, now Triple H is there. And, like, I truly believe, I really like, I, I believe we're, the, the company is in good hands with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Because Triple H knows the business, knows the wrestling business very well and storylines and all that good stuff and stephanie is is a master of of social media all that great stuff charities and all that stuff uh she's great behind the scenes so i think it's a great power couple and it's about freaking time we got to them so it's about freaking time we get to the three stars too i hear you saying i hear you saying so okay let's uh, let's start with a couple shout outs first uh some really close calls here um a let's just start out with um shout out to nxt because they had a they had uh, three matches 
that I had to choose from. One of them make it into the stars, and two were close calls. So uh, on NXT this week, Mello versus Nathan Frazier really had me like, whoa, holy fuck, like, this Nathan Frazier guy is like something to watch. Like, wow. I've seen him before, but he, never, he just really stood out tonight. A uh, really solid match there against Mello. I believe it was a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, next is another NXT match, the Wagner versus Sokoa fight. This one was so close, man. I, I, I really wanted to give it to them because I personally enjoyed it so much. I just think there was another NXT match that was just a little bit better, but this one also worth your time. And again, like I'm saying, there's three matches that I considered for my three stars of the week. The highly prestigious, uh, uh, always coveted, vi very much so wanted by all WWE and wrestling fans alike. We all want to get the acclaimed three-star award of the week but uh not everyone can so it's a very prestigious especially hard one this week so uh yeah check out nxt this week man because it's it's uh, it was a good one it was good especially especially if you've given up on nxt recently maybe during the rebrand and uh like i didn't like i really wanted to like we did not we're not fans of that rebrand whatsoever but uh yeah we stuck it out and uh now it kind of seems like it was worth the wait because now things are starting to turn into good stuff uh, but yeah, dude, the 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 freaking war between Wagner and Sokoa, the street fight was fantastic, just fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then, of course, on um, what the hell is that on? I don't know. I didn't write down if it was on Dynamite or or Rampage, one or the other. But Britt Baker and Jamie Hader versus Thunderstorm, that was a very enjoyable tag team match. They really went at it. Uh, but just just short of a third star. Uh, nomination there ever so close so who did get the third star well it was the NXT women's elimination tag team match for the vacant women's tag team championships I really enjoyed this I like that the unknown tag team at the beginning really got a good shine there but it, like they burned out uh, like too soon they they like shot their shot too early and it was too much and they and they got eliminated I thought it was a very enjoyable match uh, again, this was my personal favorite. Doesn't mean, you know, anything. Overall, these all got 7.5 out of 10. I just had to choose one of these fucking three. And I enjoyed the women's one because I enjoyed how much more new stars uh, looked really good in this one. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, of course, it got a little extra, you know, wink, nudge, nudge. Because new tag team champions, even though we were going to get new tag team champions anyway because it was a vacant title. But still. I enjoyed who they chose as the new champions, uh, that Caden Car Carter and Chance, something like that. I'm sorry. I'm still pretty bad at the NXT names and stuff, but bear with me. Anyway, second star goes to, Brrr, drum roll please, Raw, Triple Threat, AJ Styles versus Mustafa Ali versus The Miz. Wow. Okay. Whoa. I know it sounds crazy on paper, and some of you may have lost hope in some of these wrestlers, especially like Mustafa. Dude, this was a banger. Like, like I said, the the addition of the the new the new uh, hour free beginning of Raw, and this match opening that Raw, like it was a banger. They gave him like a perfect amount of time. I loved uh, how all three of them were getting involved in the same. Like, in the, at the same time and, like, equally, like, they got out of the, the terrible trope of the normal way that they always do triple threat where, you know, oh, you get all excited at the beginning because it's, oh, it's a triple threat, yay, and then fucking, you know, one guy gets kicked in the gut once and he rolls out and he's gone for seven minutes and then, like, the two guys have a, a good 
whatever, a good go at it, but then, like, the one guy, he's just sitting there, and I'm like, no, like, use all three of them, and this time they did that, and it was fucking executed awesomely, I really like it, and, like, shockingly, like, you know, The Miz is, you know, he, he knows his role in the company, man, like, he's smart about it, he, he has a TV show or whatever, he does a lot of extracurriculars, but he can still wrestle, man, like, he's been in the company for a really long time, I've literally been watching him, I've known him since he began, like, back in Tough Enough, I watched that Tough Enough, and I literally was rooting for The Miz, believe it or not, yes, I was rooting for The Miz, and The Miz didn't quite win, but look at him now, so I guess he basically won, so I win, so, fuck yeah, uh, but seriously, y'all, that was a solid-ass match. It was a house of fire. It was a fast-paced, non-stop, fucking good-ass triple threat match. Like, oh, I missed it. And they didn't even have to use weapons and shit. It was crazy. Wild. And then a first star of the week goes to... Brrr, the coveted first star. Brrr, and stuff like that. The drum roll got stuck. Brrr, there we go. Brrr, there we go. That's good. Better. Uh, first star goes to... Dynamite. Dumpster match. Acclaimed versus the guns. Yes. Yes, I'm going with the gimmick match, but it was a really fucking well done gimmick match. And the, the rap before, like, the whole the whole gimmick, I mean, it's a whole package with the, the with the acclaimed. And I think those two, you know, they hold up that, that whatever, I'm not even calling, like, I don't even blur, it, they blur the line so well in AEW between, like, mid, lower, and high card. Like, everyone's really doing well in the company. And, like, here we go. You know, you got... Max Caster and and the Acclaim, the other guy, I'm sorry, I forget your name right now, dude. Um, and the guns going at it, like, lower end, you know, sometimes on dark and dark elevation, and they fucking shined on the on on, on, the, on the big stage when it was time to on, on their big match and I fucking loved it man it was really good even with the packing peanuts like I know it's fucking gimmick come on man like just you're watching wrestling come on uh, it's a really fun match you know smoke a bowl fucking grab some chips grab some popcorn have a good time watch these matches these are my three biggest recommendations but don't be shy uh, like I said you really can't go wrong with all these shows this week uh, I will be checking out the Battle of the Belts. To Technically, it's today because it's fucking 5 in the morning when I'm recording this because I'm crazy. And, uh, yeah, I'll be watching that today, and I'll uh, take some notes on that and probably put up a short review podcast or however long it takes because this is going extremely long, so i got to wrap this up. And I expect that sometime like Monday, Tuesday-ish. And uh, don't forget to check out the podcast, the GX Gamer podcast coming out on Sunday. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if you follow on Twitter, you get to find out that stuff. So make sure you follow along on Twitter. And if you have any trouble finding me, just make sure you check down all the links on down below, baby. It's all there. All It's just a click away. Just a simple little clicky click. And you get access to over 500 videos of me on youtube and then this podcast on top of it yeah if you're bored in the summer and you you like any of these topics fucking hang out me okay anyway that is it for me i uh, hope you enjoyed the this week in review of uh wwe and aew uh overall ooh, tough call this week i mean it's it's hard you know i don't know if i it's a it's a work in progress if i want to like battle them against each other because i mean it's been a no-brainer like every single week for like the last two three years probably like i don't know pretty much ever since aew started it's always been aew is the better show to watch for me personally in a week-to-week -week basis uh nxt and its prime 
uh, was a very very close competitor. But then they did the rebrand, and then that was it. Like it was it was dead. Like no more. So, um, but now with Triple H in there, you know, maybe in the coming once it starts to get stronger, I don't think I want to, you know, do Triple H dirty and I want to give him time to like build up his roster and some storylines. But, uh, yeah, maybe if they have like, you know, some better, uh, you know, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about it some other time, but if anyone's interested in shit like that, and if you're bored in the summer and you're looking for shit, make sure you check out the rest of my podcast and all the other stuff. All the links are down below. Simply follow and you'll, you'll love it. You'll love it. You love me. I love you. Bye.